Yo, Riffless. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Welcome. Yeah, this is a dude, guys. We're hopped up on sports right now. We've just been watching some some of the biggest hits and best running backs and best receivers in the in the National Football League. Watching big national football. None of them, of course, are still playing today. Exactly right. Because all the all the great ones have passed. Their brains are scrambled eggs by now. Right. Oh my darling, how I love your legs. What? <laughs> is that a, wait, what is that? Scrambled eggs. Oh my darling, how I love your legs. When Paul McCartney was coming up with the melody oh, yeah. for yesterday. Yeah. That's how he that's how he remembered the melody. Scrambled eggs. Oh my darling, how I love your legs. <laughs> I wish that had been the song. I know, right? I would totally well, the, have listened to Scrambled Eggs. You might not know this, but the original lyrics to with a little help from my friends. One of the most famous opening lines in music history. Yeah. The original lyrics wasn't, what would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? The original lyrics were, what would you think if I sang out of tune? Would you throw ripe tomatoes at me? (laughs) (laughs) And and Ringo Starr basically told them, I'm not singing that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't have to, Ringo. You're the fucking drummer. (laughs) Hey, you know, Get in the back! The, honestly, gotta give it to him. He was 100% right on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, not a great line. <sighs> not, not, the, not the best of Lennon and McCartney, <laughs> that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're so, back. Anywho, uh, we're back. This is episode 30. Yes, yes sir. and it is post-Christmas, <clears throat> so everyone can get back to being normal people now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which is a relief. Well. Well, at least until New Year's when we can go back to being crazy people oh again. Oh my god, we are going to be so ridiculous this, is, this year. This is the last episode of 2017. Yeah, it is. It's been, a, it's been one fucking hell of a crazy year. Yeah. Some good things happened, some bad. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Roy Moore is in an office. He still hasn't conceded. I thought that was amazing. I read that today. He has not conceded the race in Alabama. Yeah. It's not going to matter. I mean, is is if it's going to go into office, regardless of whether he concedes or not. Yeah. Uh, but she's not my special lady friend. I'm just helping her concede. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> five dollars if you know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you, you know, I'm working on an operating theory. And yeah. Maybe now is a good time to talk about it. 2016, all your favorite celebrities died. 2017, all your favorite celebrities were sex perverts. Yeah. yeah. 2018. All the sex perverts dig up and fuck all the dead celebrities. Ooh. That's 2018. Fuck. That sounds horrid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I figure it can't get any worse than that happening. No. I mean, we got... That's probably where we're headed. But this has been, of all the years, this has been maybe the worst two years of human existence that I can recall. Yeah. Yeah. In my lifetime. Really dark days. At least in the bubonic plague days, you had like, you know, knights and and uh, fucking, you know, everyone had a job at least. Yeah, right. <laughs> you could conveniently poop right in the street out in front of your house. And yeah. Go, you know, instead of having to go all the way to the bathroom. Oh God! I mean, if I could die tomorrow, you know, like, just, <laughs> like that's the dream, right? Yeah. Just poop wherever you are, and no one complains. Just at work. Just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Squeezing it out right Think on the curb. That. See, I told you Diogenes would be a great guest on this show. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> Pooping in the streets. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, but uh, but we are uh, we are this week specifically fucked. Yes, we are. Um, we've been fucked all year long. Maybe no, we had like one episode where we weren't fucked. Yeah, um, we but, had yeah we had the unfucking episode where everything was coming up roses. Yeah, yeah. but this week we're fucked, and uh, and I want to I want to open up with uh, why. By all means, uh, just in case you fellows need more time or anything, because I always need more time. Yeah. To to think of a good one, but. Um, but this one uh, uh, came to me two days ago when I realized, when Aubrey and I both realized that I had the flu. Mm-hmm. Um, and more specifically, that I hadn't gotten my fucking flu shot. Mm. Um, yeah. But do we, you do that regularly? I never, I, I, never I, do that. I did like one year. Um, yeah. I should have gotten this gotten it this year because this is the second time this year I've had the flu. Oh, no, Remember that one time where I, I was just like... Violently throwing up and yeah. oh yeah, yeah. We were afraid that we might have food poisoned you. Right, but that, you in fact just had something else that did not happen. Luckily, yeah. no, it was, that was a, that was the flu. Um, Convenient. That's good. And then uh, uh, this past Christmas, I got the flu also. Just uh, so I had to, I've been staying in my house for the past two or three days. Yeah, um, and it has sucked. Yeah. But um, but Aubrey has been taking care of me, and that that is that is the good part of it. Aubrey and the cats have been taking care of me. That's nice. Um, so, but but the reason we're fucked is is that like here's a PSA for you. <laughs> if you have an infection, that includes the flu, that includes anything you would take antibiotics for. Yeah. When your symptoms go away, continue yes. to take the oh, antibiotics. God. Oh, God. Continue. Please. <laughs> don't just don't just be like oh there's extras. Take all of them. Yeah. Your doctor Idiots. gave you just because the symptoms have abated. That yeah. does not mean the bacteria are still there. Well, if you leave, it, you got to think of it like a war zone. Yeah. If you if you use these hyper effective antibiotics on on the evil nation of Germistan, <laughs> and you and you leave even a handful of survivors, yes. They will know how to counteract those weapons. It's called adaptation. It's called yeah. evolution. We can witness this happening yeah. on a on a microbiological scale. Yeah. You need to take all of those antibiotics. If you leave survivors, they'll adapt to those antibiotics. And yes. that's where we get super bugs. Right. Yeah. You have to take every last bit of those fucking drugs. Yeah, that's the whole that's the whole nature of how they work. If you don't, you end up with better, stronger bugs. Right. Yeah. Uh, that and like the fact that every soap had antibacterial in it for like the last like two decades. Yeah, I know. Mm. Everyone with the orange soap at home. That stuff's breeding crazy bugs. Some stuff there we now have things we will never defeat. Yeah, I know. Or may never defeat. <laughs> Yeah, like super the, back, antibiotic resistant stuff. The 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 uh, the the cells of your body, the the immune cells that fight off infections, mm-hmm. uh, develop and adapt based on things that they fought. It's why you can't catch chicken pox more than once because it's one of the easiest things for your immune system to learn from and counteract. Mm-hmm. But. Bacteria and viruses work in the same way. If they're left alive, if they survive. Uh, 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 an onslaught from antibiotics, they will learn how to combat it. Right. <laughs> you can't leave any of those fuckers alive. You have to take all of your goddamn pills. Yeah, right. Right. But people, like, sort of think, well, I'll just save them in case I get sick again. Yeah, you know, just if I get sick again, I can just pop a couple of these bad boys and I'm good. Yeah. You've gotten rid of the symptoms. You haven't gotten rid of 
the fucking problem. Sounds an awful lot like we're advocating for all-out genocide on this show. Well, leave not well, a I mean, single yeah. survivor. I, mean, I, say I am. I don't know about you. <laughs> leave no <laughs> women or children alive yeah. in the bacterial colony. I mean, yeah. like we've we've done, you know, within the past hundred years. For the first time, humankind eradicated a disease. They eradicated smallpox. Yeah. The only samples of smallpox on Earth are stored in in a laboratory somewhere. Um, We can do that again, but people have to be smarter about how the fucking body works. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that it will happen again. I don't know that... Because there was, for a huge chunk of time, when stuff like that was running around... There weren't people going, yeah, I don't want the government to force me to take a pill. It's my oh, liberty God. to get sick and die. That wasn't a thing. Back then they were like, oh, yeah, medicine's good. Yeah. Let's kill diseases because they're killing us. This is the thing. You don't have to agree with 100% of everything the government does, nor should you. Sure. The, it, is, it is probably our most important freedom to be able to criticize the government and hold it accountable yeah. for the shit that it does. And they don't do everything right. They can never possibly do 100% of all the things right. Sure. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that they don't do good things and the people in the government who tell you, "All right, take this and it won't and this disease won't kill you." Yeah. Are genuinely they really want to stop the They disease. don't want you to die. Yeah. <laughs> they really <laughs> don't want you to or die. Take the want, fucking medicine. They want you to think that. <laughs> no, right? No. Is that, is that do you want mumps? Cuz that's how you get mumps. That's how you get mumps. Do you want to die at 5? Cuz that's how you die at 5. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. And people do this. In fact, if, if Christy is listening to this, she's probably going, I know! Because we were just talking about this the other day. Uh, like people have this horrible habit of not finishing Well, stuff. okay, and here's the thing, man. Coming from somebody who I think, I think I'm on the spectrum. I think it's official. Okay. Uh, vaccinate your kids. <laughs> so yeah, like, right. like, yeah. Even if it did cause autism, which it doesn't, yeah. vaccinate your kids. Seriously. There's, just, There's so much human ill that is done in the way of like, well, it's my right not to. Do you want them to be that. awkward at parties or do you want them to have rubella? <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? like, <laughs> but see, even then, here's the thing. 90, I, I even researched this. Yeah. Just because I was curious, like, what, how many people have the MMR vaccine? 90% of Americans, yeah. as of, I want to say, 2011, yeah. I think were, were the most recent ones I looked up. They're updated. 90% of Americans, or thereabouts, are vaccinated against measles, mumps, and rubella. Yeah. Uh, 2% of the U.S. adult population has autism, or yeah. autism spectrum disorder. Um. And, and even that, there's there's all sorts of outlying factors. Like, there is such a thing as fad psychology where, you know, this happened, if you remember, with ADD back in our, back in our youth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, where where a doc, doctors are absolutely more likely to diagnose something if it's getting more media coverage. Yeah, sure. if it's in their heads already. They're um, hearing about it. They're thinking about sure. it. Sure. And then on the more positive end of it, mm-hmm. awareness campaigns, uh, uh, education, advances in science, things like that, make yeah. it easier to diagnose those things correctly. Mm-hmm. So so some of it could be from, from more correct diagnoses. Some of it could be from, from fad diagnosis. But... You know, people people like to say, "Oh, well, there's more autistic people now than there were in the '70s." No, they're not. Yeah, they're just being they're just being identified easier. Yeah, at, yeah, the, sure. at the very least, we don't know. Right. If there was an increase in autism, we wouldn't know yet. 
because diagnosis wasn't as effective as it is now. Right. Yeah. In yeah. in in the in the late seventies, there there's a the story that broke Geraldo Rivera's career, uh, Willowbrook. Yeah. This this. Uh, uh, like reform school in upstate New York for the developmentally disabled. You know, people with developmental disabilities were, were kept in basically, you remember that fucking asylum from Bioshock Infinite? Yeah. It was basically that except with less furniture. Yeah, it, right. And no lights. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah, it was so, so terrifying. So don't fucking tell me like like 30 or 40 years ago things were fucking better oh, and no. that we did that we don't know more now than we did then. No, man. Just like a brief glance into the like past of like medical the way that we treated people well, horribly yeah. is shocking. Even yeah. just like 40 years well, ago. Well, even like the basic stuff like you know, we used to drill holes in people's heads to let ghosts out <laughs> or something. Oh and, god, and, I got a ghost in my head. Yeah. Bloodletting, oh. you know, like Yeah, and like and like you can you can talk all you want about how unscientific like, you know, what acupuncture or you know Yeah. Uh Aubrey's trying to sell me on, on aromatherapy, which I'm not discounting because I like when things smell good. I, yeah, I sure. I'm willing to believe that a happy mind makes a happy body. Sure. But but I like at the very least, it has an effect. I would think. Like, yeah, sure, sure. But like, like you know, acupuncture and and you know, spiritual healing and things like that. Fine. You know, you can you can do that stuff if you want. To say nothing to... of sexual healing. You know what I'm talking about. Baby. Oh man. See when I get that feeling. I need sexual healing. That's right. Uh... Go just doing a thing there. What are you gay or something? <laughs> Uh-huh. But, 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 it's me, Markiplier. Sorry. Sorry. But it it doesn't hold a candle to to half the the crazy shit people believed. I get forty. Yeah. I would say even thirty years ago, when people believed that you, um, I, I believe that in the in the late eighties, Cosmo ran an article saying that women couldn't contract HIV if they had sex in the missionary position. It wasn't possible uh. for yeah. Yeah, well, like that's this, true. Obviously, this, right? Like this was, <laughs> like this is an actual. He said thing. scratching his legends <laughs> <laughs> as, as he nervously fiddled with a bubo's sore on his elbow. <laughs> yeah, this, this is an actual thing Cosmo published in the late eighties. Is, is yeah. that is that women couldn't catch HIV because it couldn't be contracted. Uh, in the missionary position, uh, I don't even know what the rationale for that it's, is. It's wildly irresponsible. It's it's. Oh, I'm sorry. This um, news brought to you by the Catholic League. Right. <laughs> and and like even even now, there's there's you know a, a disturbing amount of people who I'm sh- uh, hopefully in 40 years will look. Yeah. Or, or you know, when was the last time we did trepanation? Like the thirties, the forties, yeah, like like hopefully like sixty or seventy years from now, we'll look back on like gay conversion therapy and be yeah. and be like, how barbaric was that? Yeah, we talked a little bit uh, on the Goose Chase podcast recently. We did an episode about Doctor Oz. Did you know that he supported gay conversion therapy? He's a cocksucker. He's, an, he's as much of a doctor as I am. He's, he's <laughs> the thing guy. is, he's like super credentialed. Like, as a heart surgeon. Mm. As a heart surgeon, the dude is unimpeachable. It's like all this other bullshit that he talks is insane. And I don't even have a problem well, with somebody making money. He's also been investigated you know, by Congress a few times, yeah. hasn't he, for making false claims on his show? Calling things like magic magic beans. He referred to a supplement as a magic bean or a magic pill. He makes these insane claims. We had a lot of fun talking about him. But, yeah, he's he even came out in support of gay conversion therapy. 
which is such an unscientific thing, it boggles the mind. It's, you know, it's... That whole show, and really all of, like, daytime television, yeah, is, is marketed to old people with nothing better to do. Old people who are like, boy, I hate my Medicare. What's, <laughs> what's that, Dr. Oz? You have, you have unicorn semen and fairy tears that will, that will cure my arthritis? Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> Dr. Oz, Let me get under that unicorn. Fuck you, Obama. It's... There's like a video montage of where it comes from. The guy, like a little squeeze the work the balls a little. Now what you now what you have give it a little give it a play with his balls. Now what you have to keep in mind is that unicorn semen defies gravity. You need to catch it out of the air. But so it floats up. Basically? Yeah. yeah, well, it's, it's like in zero gravity. It just, oh, like, kind of okay. all comes out of it's the like, dog. Uh, like... And then you... <laughs> That's a scientific term. Don't laugh. You, you can, it kind of all comes out in, like, a zero gravity, like, yeah, like in uh, globules. Yeah. yeah, it's just, like, doing that amorphous blobby thing that... It's, uh, like, sparkling. This, yeah. This is ground control to major town. <laughs> <laughs> ground uh, control to major dong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, give it a little play, you know. So anyway, that's why we're fucked. People need to be more aware of medicine yeah. and why shit works and how it works. Fair, completely. Yeah. Uh, I guess I have one. Uh, why are we fucked, Chris? Um, this goes back to last week with Christmas. Um, uh-huh. You know, I'm in retail. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Please tell us. Uh, sorry, I'm writing something Please down. Please tell the story. Um, <laughs> Is this the one I'm hoping? Oh, it's well, I can tell that one too. Yeah, I'm, do it, put tell that one on the show. We'll do two of them then, I guess. Uh, the one is if you're if you're ever this is this applies for next year, humble listeners. We're recording this on the day after Christmas. Yeah, actually, it's probably going to get uploaded tonight, so I'm sure you already know that. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, when you when you're out shopping for Christmas next year, um, it is not the worker's fault that you yeah. went out two days before Christmas and that thing you want that everybody also wants is gone. Yeah, right. You don't have to be a dick to people. You had a whole goddamn month. Yeah. Are you (laughs) fucking kidding me? At least. At least. Technically you had all year if you were smart. Technically you've (laughs) had your whole life for this Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. You only get one shot at Christmas 2017. Do not miss your chance as well. (laughs) (laughs) This opportunity comes once a year, literally. literally But, 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 But Chris... The customer always blows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's just, man, I had a lady, and it happened, I'll tell you what, this is my fourth Christmas in retail. Yeah. Um, the, I, all four years, I've had somebody say the words, or something like the words, you've ruined Christmas. <laughs> now, I want to know the specifics so of this. this lady, told, this lady told this. me, my, my son's Christmas is going to be ruined. All right, let me tell you something a little bit about about my store. We do car audio stuff like speakers and subwoofers, and yeah. we also do like remote starts. This is the busiest time of year for remote starts. Uh, of course, yeah, because yeah, no one wants to go out and have yeah. to start their car. Sure, right, it's great. It's great. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like those Boy. those installs take four hours. Yeah, and it's a gift. It's one of those gifts that everybody thinks they're smart for thinking of. But they're not because everybody thinks of it. Yeah. They're like, oh, that'll be great for them. They'll get a remote start for their car because it's cold outside. <laughs> yeah. Nobody Easy. else thought of this. Check it off the list. Right. Um, you're not the first person to think of that. <laughs> In fact, it's our busiest time of the year. Yeah. Whew. And uh, they take 
oh god, they take four hours for the installs. So now, do you know is is there a special place in the store? Like, like, do you actually have to go out and install this in the car, or do you have like a like? Do you pull it around? There's a, a bay. Bay? We have an install, okay. but we're actually right back by my desk, around the corner by the bathrooms. So there's I, a bay back. Okay, there. I always wondered that because mm-hmm. it's like. You wouldn't just go out and spend four hours in the fucking... Like, you got to have a garage for right. all the car parts. Exactly, yeah. right. Yeah. No, it, it's just... You wouldn't download a car, I'm sorry. <laughs> you wouldn't download oh, wouldn't a car I? on the internet. Um, no, it, 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 it's it's a long install, first of all, so we're booked up. Yeah. Like we're, As of right now, we're like booked up into February for installs. Yeah. Because there's only two guys that work back there, and it takes four fucking hours to put one in. And just in time for winter to end. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. But that and that's the thing, is people are like, what? What do you mean it's going to be up until February? Like, yeah, motherfucker, you're not the first idiot to think of this idea. Yeah. Like, it, it happens. You should have thought of that ahead of time yeah. and been ready to go. But, like, I had this lady, uh, and then, again, this has happened to me every year that I've, I've worked at, a like, a retail place where they sell Christmas stuff. It's not just, like, you know, and I, I think I even got one at Mark's when I was, uh, when we were at a pumpkin pie in a can, you know what I mean? The Libby's pie, pumpkin pie mix. For fuck's sake. You've ruined, you've ruined my Thanksgiving! Yeah, well, I told you guys about the, the douchebag who tried to cook his turkey in the microwave. Oh, yeah. Like, a, like, yeah. An, oh, yeah. like an animal. Mm, salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> Side me up. <laughs> but, uh, no, she she was mad because she had called, and I know because I, t- the, uh, I talked to the girl who talked to her, she had called <coughs> about getting a remote started, and, and the, the girl on the phone hub said, yeah, I told her we have, we have a couple in, but it's busy. Yeah. And... You know, we run out, so, you know, you need to come and get them when you, you know, as soon as possible. So she showed up, like, two days later, looking for a remote start, and she said, well, the girl on the phone told me that you had them. I found out later that she told her she had, yeah, we had them two days ago, Uh, you know what I mean, but, like... Oh, my God. So she showed up, and the one she wanted is gone. Like, like we can't get it, you know, and she's like, well, my my brother already gave me, we're going to give him a gift, but I don't have anything else for him. And I'm like, well, look at all the other things in this right, room. <laughs> Listen here, bitch. That's what we in the business call tough titties. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't make it happen. Yeah. I'm like, and she's like, listen, sweetheart, like, that's sales. She's like, it's gonna, it's gonna ruin his Christmas. And I'm like, oh no. And don't, and don't tell me that, because like, I, <laughs> oh no, oh no, because like I felt bad like the first time it happened, and then I, you know, you realize how shitty people are around yeah. the holidays. I don't fucking care. No. You were talking. I had a lady who cried at my counter one time. She's she's like, oh no, you're out of that. Oh god, it's gonna make me cry. And I said, oh oh, don't cry. And like, which and the next part of that sentence was, oh no, don't cry because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I, I can't say that. But I was like, oh no, right. oh no, don't cry. Like, yeah. like do that away from me. Uh, do people? Do, do people? I mean, I wonder if this is like tears of maybe something magical will happen because I started crying. And right, I saw maybe. that in a movie. Once. Well, wait. Let me go check in the back. <laughs> right. Yeah. All the, although, the, although, the back. Yeah. Although, isn't your dad's story proof that 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 sometimes does work shit is in the back. Sometimes, sometimes there's shit in the back. <laughs> uh, let me say this. Let me say this. For the most part, when you go in the store and yeah. when you say the, well, do you have anything in the back? Yeah. Uh, he didn't say that. He said, "Do you have? Any, do you know if you have any at all?" And she said, "Give me a second. Yeah. If you come up to somebody you're like, and you say, no, I'm out of that, you know, and you're like, well, do you have any in the back? Yeah. I'm thinking, like, let me go look. 
Nope, not there. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, no, uh, the, no, that was always my feeling at Target too. When I was the, working there, we had a huge, yeah. you know, like inventory the, system. And I was sure. like, no, no. If the, I said we don't have it, it means, it means we don't have it. The back is not some magical place where stuff sprouts, <laughs> right? <laughs> First of all, like at my store, there is no the back. There's the warehouse where they keep the TVs and yeah. some like freezers and stuff. Yeah. And then there's the front warehouse where the CDs and movies are. Yeah. And sometimes I have that stuff. Yeah. But like, it's trust a tiny loading area right. where stuff goes right to the shelf. Trust and believe. Yeah. If you ask for some Hallmark movie from 15 years ago, I don't fucking have it. Like, what do you? You know what I mean? Like, it's not some mystical place. And like, I don't know. I'm just saying, guys. Like, <laughs> just don't get upset if there's. It's it's your fault. If you if you wait, it's one thing if you went yeah. two months earlier and we didn't have something. Sure. And then we could order it for you and get it in. But if you went two fucking days before Christmas. And I don't have something, don't get mad at me because you're a lazy, fat piece of shit. It's not my fault that you didn't even think about it until, you know, you, you know, just expect everything to be yours and, and ready to go, you know. People go real quickly from disappointment to needing there to be a target of that disappointment. Right, exactly. You no, know, absolutely. I, yeah, it's it's deflection of blame. It can't possibly be your fault. Right. This actually, you did what you had to do by going to the store. This actually is going to tie in uh, fairly nicely to <laughs> my topic, but... Uh, nice. Oh, nice. But... Continue. No, yeah, no. It's just it, you can't, you can't, and I under and like nobody understands better than me because I'm in a position where I have to deal with a lot of, of uh, screw ups, basically. And for the most part, those screw ups are neither my fault nor the person's fault who is taking their aggression out on me. Right. I had a right. guy who came in the other day and was like mad because I couldn't get him something. It, it, it got screwed up the first time, and then I couldn't get him something as soon as I needed to get him something. Yeah. Um, and he was, like, screaming at me at the counter. It turned, like, the dude's mom just died, and he's, like, trying to... He was trying to get something before Thanksgiving. I yeah. get it. And he, like, even, sure. told, he even told me, he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, so like... I, 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 dude... Well, like, if, I, if he's yeah. got the decency to apologize, right. like, everyone's allowed their, That's their okay. moods. You yeah. just can't be an asshole. I, I understand. It's okay, because I've been there. Yeah. Frustrated. I understand. I'm frustrated, too. Sure. Let me see what I can do. No problem with that. But if you're just like throwing a temper tantrum, you need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. Christmas, Christmas isn't. If you don't get somebody something, if they're your family, they're not gonna not be your family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not like we all put such right. high, even and I do it too. But you know, like we all put such high stock into that. Like if they're not gonna not be your family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. life isn't over. Right. It's not the end of the world. So just fucking, you know, just relax and maybe do your shopping a little earlier next time. That's yeah. all. That's yeah. Easy peasy. Japanese. Do you want to tell a story about Oh, I might as well. The, yeah, I might as well. The one thing, thing we were talking about last week, uh, oh, I did yeah. the, the Christmas spirit topic. Yeah. And the one <laughs> thing, I was, right after that, I was in the mood. I was getting happier at work. And yeah. the thing that threw me over the edge and put me in the Christmas spirit... <laughs> As I caught this little shitbird, <laughs> back at my section's in the back of the store. It's a word that needs to come back. <laughs> really got to, really got to make use of shitbird. Yeah. I caught this little shitbird shoving tablets under his hoodie. <laughs> right. I came around the corner and he was like stuffing two Kindle tap like big ones under his under his hoodie, and and he like yeah, I'm gonna, amateur. You, you guys can't see it. Right, amateur. My boss and I were talking about this. Everybody who comes in to steal looks so fucking suspicious. You go, you go on yeah. the shelf, 
I'm gonna tell you all how to steal here. You go, <laughs> you go to the shelf, you grab the product, you pocket it, and then you walk out the door. Yeah. You don't have to like look around. Don't scope. What the are place. you doing? You get in and out before anybody notices you there. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. And right. Then once you're out in the parking lot, you know you're out. You in know? and in and out with a purpose. Yeah. Says that it says that you know you're here to shop or you're done shopping. You're here to leave. Right. Exactly. If they see you coming or going with that attitude, then. Yeah. They won't pay any attention exactly. to you. Exactly. If you come in and you're like milling around, it's like, all right, what the fuck's this what guy, is this guy up to? doing? Exactly. So this fucking douchebag. I'm going to show you what he did. He's got the two <laughs> tablets and he's got yeah. them in one hand. He's palming them like this, and he like lifts his hoodie up like underneath here, yeah. and he starts shoving them in under his shirt. Oh man, I got to show you how how this little dude tried to sneak in. Yeah. He's like doing this little. And then I come <coughs> around the corner when he's right here, yeah. and he like takes it out from under his shirt and pockets it under his arm like this. <laughs> Like one fluid motion. I just, you know, I watched him do that. Ah, the old sleight of hand. And I I came around the corner and I looked at him and I was like, you you doing all right back here? And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, man, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Have, you know, have a good one. Here's the thing. At that point, this is where I think he really fucked up. Yeah. If he sets all the merchandise down and goes to walk away, he's probably in a lot better position. He's getting out scot-free. He's pretty much like... Don't have it. Yep. Don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't me. That was right. my evil twin. Right. Walk out of the store. You're done. You're home. Never you, seen again. Right. Exactly. And and maybe it's possible someone like you will be like, all right. But he doesn't do that. No. What he does is he walks past me and he starts rounding the corner off by the bathrooms. Try it again, basically. Towards, toward, try it again. Going back towards the back corner of the store. Where aye, he, or I'm aye. sure he thinks there's no cameras. Yeah. There's definitely cameras back there. There's yeah. cameras everywhere. Also, when you go into yeah. a store... The cameras that are set up there, I know like it was a big rumor, like, oh, some of those are dummy cameras. Most of them aren't dummy cameras. Yeah. I think there's like some old cameras there from the old system yeah. that are still up. But at, most, at, a, like, at a store like that, there's, there's not a fake camera in the joint. Yeah. It's all you, valuable you, you, shit. You really think that they wouldn't set these cameras up in like the optimal places? You, they, they have yeah. people paid to figure out the optimal sure. positions for all these cameras. And it's not like we don't have some blind spots, because there's blind spots in every big sure. box warehouse store. There's always going to be there's a tall shelves with shit on sure. them. It's, you know, you can't cover it all without a but camera like, in But, like, trust aisle. and believe, I don't know how any other store operates, but I know our store, like, you are never not being watched. Yeah. There's a guy at the front, you can see him when you walk in the door, uh-huh. got an eagle eye camera that covers the whole store. Yeah. We can zoom in on your face. We can find you down aisles. We can track different cameras. We have the back of the building. Mm-hmm. We have the warehouse. We have the front of the building. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to, without saying how many we've got, there's a lot of cameras that yeah. are in the store. Yeah. So we can, you know, and, I, you know, I, we all know, most of us know how to operate the camera system. So, yeah. like, we can, you know, we can catch you. Trust and believe there's somebody in the store who knows how to find you yeah. and knows what suspicious behavior is. I will like find you. Yeah. And I will tackle you. Yeah, right. <laughs> But uh, no, like we all we all know, and we all we all we've all been trained on. We all know the drill when that happens. Yeah, you know, we're gonna which scare- I imagine is exactly what you did at this point. Right. Well, I I let him go. I rather than like, I like I know the drill is to like start scaring him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So like I let him walk past me, and I called it out. Like as soon as he got around the corner, I said, "Hey, put the camera on that kid <laughs> yeah. immediately," because I just caught him trying to shove tablets under his hoodie. Yeah. And then the other thing is, you might not if you're caught. 
we got you, and we're going to yeah. scare the shit out of you. That's, you know what I mean? Like, that's our job. So yeah. I watched seven other people come up from the front of the store <laughs> towards my department. Uh, on, yeah. From all sides, they all come from all different sides to kind of get a barrier around It's like them. white blood cells yeah, and they, infection exactly. just glom on. Now, what you missed was the actual robber walking out with a 72-inch TV. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the guy in a like, black mask yeah. over his eyes. Just <laughs> going out with a black and white striped shirt. We're supposed to scare them. So the idea there is when you know somebody's pocketed something, yeah. you just you, you impose them. You get right up next to them. You don't leave them alone. You keep asking them for help You know yeah. if they want anything. Yeah. Um, so I, I let him walk around the corner to see what he was going to do, and then everybody started converging, and yeah. they, you know, they got him on camera. And when he came out from the front, he was met by... Eight of us <laughs> with a box under his sh- under his hoodie, like right here, with a big rectangle in his hoodie. For Christ's so sake! So one of our supervisors, um, her name's Kathy. She came around the corner and she's the first one who stopped him. And she's like, "Did you want to pay for those?" And he's like, "I don't, I don't know what you're talking about." And she's like, "Oh, I mean those two boxes under your shirt there that we can see sticking out because he has two rectangle shaped." boxes yeah. puffing out of his chest yeah oh and he's, you know he pulls them out and he's like and she's like all right come on you know because we got to take you up to the office and decide what we're going to do with you at that point yeah. now we used to be able to make stops yeah. like like stop like like tackle like, a guy like right. like yeah. Yeah, like, grab, like, like physically, physically make a stop yeah, yeah but there's like a liability involved well, there's in liability involved in that for sure yeah. but the, the biggest thing that stopped it was in pittsburgh not that long ago uh one guy got his face slashed open with a switchblade this guy was making off with like some headphones and the guy at the front desk you have to wait for them to make the effort to get out the door and the guy at the front desk went to make the stop and the guy came around with a switchblade and Glasgow smiled him right across the street. Uh, and that's yeah, so gnarly. So we're not allowed to make the stop anymore. The procedure is now to let them go. I know uh, I know in a lot of places like it uh I know in a lot of places, retail-wise, like they employees just like legally aren't allowed to do it. Sure. Like they have to wait home, for the police. Home Depot's and, a famous and, one. And Famously, sh- you could walk out of Home Depot with anything you want. And I'm sure this, I'm sure this kid like heard something about this on the internet or something and decided to try it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, the Best Buy employees can't do anything about it. But, but <laughs> no, no they, oh no, we can. They can. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> and we're, and we're, you know, and obviously people get away sometimes, but we're sure. especially good. At uh, catching you when you steal, and there's nothing that <laughs> gets me happier than yeah. watching because I never, I was yeah. never a thief. Like no, here yeah. and there, little stuff, you know what I mean. When I was younger, yeah. uh, and then dumb stoner stuff when I was, you know, but like I was never like a shoplifter. Like I didn't, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, right. Again, without incriminating myself or anybody here. <laughs> Just a quick check to the internet. Look at the statute yeah, of limitations. And we're, good. And we're not gonna. But talk. no, like, but like, I was never. I never like would go into the store when I was a teenage kid with the yeah. idea of stealing. So I didn't do that. Yeah. So I know always, a lot of people who did, and, yeah. and they got fucked. Yeah, it's not good. It's yeah. not good, man. No, it but ain't uh, worth it. But she, you know, we were. She was worried because you know that was the next question. Was like they came over that we have headsets too, so we can all talk to each other. Yeah. You know, was was like, did he come in here with anybody else? Because if somebody else is in the store, somebody else is you know possibly trying that. Trying to a steal something or b trying to spring his buddy free, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So she was like, she's like, you know, looking around because people do get like retail employees get fucking shanked trying to stop shoplifters. It happens. Yeah. So 
she was worried about it, and then she heard him start crying. This kid was like eighteen, like old enough to know better, but yeah. still young. Yeah, it's still but, basically. But he kid. started like crying on the way out, and, she, and then she's like, "Oh, I got this," you know. Like, this is, <laughs> but yeah, kicked the little shit out. She she like pretty much gave him the ultimatum, and the rule is like if it's not over a certain amount of money, most likely unless you make the effort. Yeah. If we get the product back, they don't want to go through the process of litigating and all that shit. Yeah. They used to they used to do that for everybody, but it costs a lot of money to do yeah. that. Sure. Um, sure. But uh, you know, she's she said you have two choices. You can either you know give these back to us and uh, never come in here again, or you're going to go out in handcuffs. Yeah. So you know, he's. I think he said, "I just want to go home." <laughs> so she like made, uh. made him look. She said, "Look up there and smile." <laughs> and now we have your face and never come back here again. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> man, what a jolly, what a jolly story that is. Put me in the fucking Christmas spirit, man. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I got to go, I don't know about you guys, I did uh, Christmas with the girlfriend's family, did Christmas with my family. Yeah. I had a great Christmas. I'm so glad Christmas, Christmas is over. Christmas spirit, man. Me too. I'm so yeah. glad me it's too. Over. Now, me it's, now too. it's time for Friendsmas. Friendsmas. Yeah. That's the real Christmas. The, the best Christmas. Why are we fucked? I have a reason that I believe we're fucked. All right. Um, so I don't Jews. know. Jews. <laughs> this is start, a whole start with Jews. Uh, no, apple um, Jews. So I don't know if you guys are familiar. I know you are. Uh, you've probably seen uh, the King of Random guy on YouTube. The his name is Grant Thompson. He does a bunch mm. of like sciencey type mm-hmm. stuff. The thing is, <clears throat> even though he's kind of douchey a little bit, I like I like the guy's channel. I've been watching his stuff for a long time. He'll do things like really cool stuff. Like he took a car battery and hooked it up to like solar panels and made a tube that pulls hydrogen out of water. Like it separates water into hydrogen and oxygen. The fuck? And then he would fill like two liters with hydrogen and light them with a little torch and watch them explode. That's fucking cool. Oh, doesn't yeah. he do this in like this little cul-de-sac? Yeah, where, like, yeah he's got like a yeah. really nice neighborhood. I know the guy. Yeah. He's the dude like... He looks, I don't know, he looks like a guy that would sell you, like, brill cream. Yeah, He's just right. got this sure. perfect, shiny, sort of, you know, perfect yeah. life going on. Uh, and I really like his videos. I, yeah, but, sure. But the thing is, it seems like lately, he's, like, just not around. And he did, it, Christy and I were watching a video of his last night that put me over the edge. I was like, what the fuck is this? Apparently, he's not doing videos exactly anymore. He's busy with something called, oh, I can't remember. It's, it's He called it a flight school. Maybe it's not actually a flight school. Uh, it, I thought maybe he was going to be a pilot, but maybe it's not that. Um, so he's got something else going on. So what he's got on his channel is like v- former Vine stars and like YouTubers you never heard of. Doing like experiments and stuff, or like making you know videos uh, <laughs> to basically fill his channel with stuff. And the one we watched made me so fucking angry I could spit because I was I I thought oh wow this sounds interesting four weird things you can do with milk and I'm like all right you can drink it you can <laughs> you can drink it you can splash it in your neighbor's face you can dump it down the toilet I don't know <laughs> but it was like okay what what's this gonna be. And it was a guy, a nondescript, charismaticless fucking thumb of a man. Like, <laughs> doing things like, oh, I got a bowl of milk, I put some food dye in it, and then watch what happens when I touch the soap to the food dye. 
Ew, it runs away from itself. Isn't that... Wow, that's neat. What are we, in like third grade? <laughs> yep. <laughs> or it would be like, oh, I'm going to mix milk and cola and wait a bit. See how they separate out? Isn't that new and exciting? Ah, I think I'm going to taste it. <laughs> it would always be like, oh, I'm going to taste it. Oh, it tastes weird. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to taste this. Yeah, it tasted weird. He, he did he did the the last one. I can't remember exactly how he did it. He separated out the milk solids from milk using like lemon juice and vinegar and stuff. He actually, I swear to God, he made a milk volcano and was like, oh, that's way cooler than baking soda and vinegar, isn't it? And I was like, no! Yeah, no, in fact, Christy said, no, that's basically what that is! <laughs> you just did, that's what that is! So, what was a very cool and exciting channel for, like, you know, nifty experiments? Like, the guy made his own blowgun, and then he shot, like, little caps he made himself with the scrapings from match heads. Like, so that the caps would explode on contact, and he would launch darts at those, and that was sweet, you know? He did fun stuff. Yeah. And now it's just, like, borderline faceless, no, you know, spirit-having dummies you've never seen pouring milk into a bucket and being like, wow, isn't that weird? I think I'm going to taste it. Like, it's, the, it's so infuriating to me. <laughs> so I guess we're fucked because... Grant Thompson needs to come back to his channel and do something interesting. Yeah. It's so sad when, like, something that you just kind of, you know, it's like, not like I've watched him every single day, but, like, you could kill a lot of time watching a guy make stuff in his garage and blow sure. it up. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing more depressing to me than just, oh, look at this milk. I'm going to do a milk yeah. experiment. Well, like, dead channels. Like, it's... channels that go downhill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, that's my why we're fucked. Just get Grant Thompson back on there. He made hydrogen. He made his own he hydrogen. Made it like God. <laughs> yes, like a god. And then he blew it up, and it made shockwaves in his neighborhood. That like scared the shit god. out. Of him. <laughs> like a god. Now he's I don't know whatever he's doing. The flight school fucking bitches get money. <laughs> Yeah. Eat ass, smoke grass. <laughs> Getting that science puss. Yeah. Come back, Grant Thompson. These nobodies are ruining your channel, man. Well, anyway, it's about time for a break. It but, is about that time. But when we come back, what we're schmorping uh, and what we're dorping. Yeah. <laughs> Bonesaw is always ready. I got you for three minutes! Three minutes later! Oh man. Welcome this, back. Get this yeah, get your smorp going. Welcome I've been, been smorping. Low get, key. You gotta get your smorp going. You gotta test out this awesome cigar ashtray, buddy. It's so nice. Yeah. It tells me I'm living the dream, so yeah. I know that I am. Did we talk about that? Oh, oh we did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. This is a um, prominent part of last one. So, uh, so we're back with a segment. We like to call Schmorpin and Dorpin. You can call it whatever you want. We're we're looking for ideas. Yeah, please. Post your comments, <laughs> please. For yeah. ideas for this, uh, the name of this segment. We've completely run out of ideas. Um, uh, uh, for the. Sorry, that's so loud. I want to say the. You can't I get this thing out of. I dropped the thing in there. So for um, I want to say the third week straight, maybe. Mm -hmm. I'm not smoking anything. I'm yeah. actually getting over the flu. Yeah. That's and, a good uh, idea. That's yeah. a good call. 
So oh, I'm, no. Loose I'm, straw? Not uh, not smoking yeah. uh, anything on this night. I'm, however, drinking the rest of the Sam Adams Boston Lager, which I left here last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston Lager. Good, good, delicious Boston Lager. Good, little more? Yeah, that's good. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, there's a nice, uh, nice spark here. Uh, fairly, fairly unexciting. Yeah, uh, whatever. Now you know what. You gotta take but... care. You gotta take care of that. Your snoot. Yeah, you gotta get that yeah, snoot. Um, you don't want winter to boop it again. That's right. <laughs> Very true. Uh, I'm schmorping, uh Last year's. I think I talked about this on the show a couple times before. It's last year's cigar of the year by uh, the company My Father. It's their 1922 Serial Reserve. Uh, so, which was uh, Cigar Aficionado's 2016 Cigar of the Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, great smoke. I recommend it to anybody. If you are a cigar smoker, you cannot... This is not a smoke for the faint of heart. You have to really like cigars. You have to be into heavy cigars. Uh, there, there's nothing mild about this smoke. Mm-hmm. It's peppery at first, and then it's very thick and heavy as you go through it. Very so, nice. Real strong smoke. Really good. Nice little torpedo cut with the flathead on it. Uh, and good. I'm drinking uh, Guinness Extra Stout, which I really like. I've never yeah. had never had the Extra Stout. Yeah. I've only just had normal Guinness and then the black. But this is really good. It really is. It's like a Super Guinness. I, I, I got these because I had them once at a work Christmas Holy party years shit. ago. It is Christmassy. Yeah. If, if not nothing else. It, it Wow, man. It, it's pairing really well with this. Yeah. Like a heavy ass cigar. Mm-hmm. This is a the, the hiccup inducing cigar. This is the kind of heaviness <laughs> that we're talking about here. But yeah, a really good beer. So yeah, it's like if you already like Guinness, you gotta try the actual. Oh show. man, that's incredible. Sure, it's got sure. a way of. Uh, it's just got a way of worming its way into your your head. I don't know. <laughs> very good. Uh, so I'm also dorping the Guinness Extra Stout, obviously, um, and uh, also we got some. Bud Light Lime upstairs, yep. which we might, we might end up dipping into. Just willing summer yeah. back. Yeah, right. Just in, yeah. In resisting winter <laughs> uh, as uh, as we do best with alcohol. Right. Um, I'm also smorping this smorp, which has been around for a while, and I'm still not sure where it came from. Yeah. It's the Casa de Garcia, Connecticut... I don't know what it is. So it's it's either it's one of mine or one of Ben's. I don't think it's mine. Yeah. Ben doesn't think it's his, so we don't know where this came no from. No idea where it came from. I'll, I will say just right off the bat, really good mm-hmm. on the nose. Now I haven't had much tobacco around. Yeah, me I was gonna say you you've been what your five weeks no smokes. Five weeks officially today, not smoking. I um, I thought it's about time to uh, sort of test a cigar. Yeah. Um, I, I'm at the point now where I'll crave a cigarette mostly just when I see someone smoking on TV. Yeah, that's that's what gets me yeah. still, too. And so. it's everywhere. You so, don't realize how much people smoke on television until you stop smoking. Cigars are... Hey, yeah, hey welcome to my world trying to drink less during football season. Yeah, oh, I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the worst, It's impossible, man. dude. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it's... Uh, cigars are a different animal because it's... <coughs> you mean you're, you're still... It's an oral fixation, but it's, you know... It's not like, inhaling the thing. Yeah, it's it's not the same. It's a very different experience. Sure, it's um, it's a relax because you still get the effects. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you inhaled that, you would pass out. It's, it's just it's too much. Yeah, right. But actually, despite the fact that this is almost definitely very old <laughs> and probably has been in that shelf for months. And it has a name I don't recognize, and it's pretty dry. Yeah, I can tell it's dry. Yeah. 
But I, it's not unwrapping on you. That's good. I'm not hating. This. Can't be a bad. Can't be a bad smoke if it's not unraveling. Give it some time yeah. too, because once you get right there, that's yeah. where your sweet spot's gonna start. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not bad time. at all. Yeah, it's man. a pretty, pretty half decent schmorp. One of these days, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys one of these. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you guys, <laughs> if you guys want to try, so these are a little heavier, but mm-hmm. check them out. Maybe the next time we all actually have a schmorp, we should all yeah the same one for once. Oh yeah, it's yeah, not a bad idea because we never really do that. We all try to present a little variety, but maybe we can all get the same schmorp and just give our Compare reactions them. to it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Again, not for the faint of heart, but mm-hmm. I really, yeah. I like this smoke. Mm-hmm. It's a heavy one. Anyway, well, so that was. Let me just say that was a real efficient. That's that was, see, a, that's, that was, was an nice efficient schwarpen and dorpen. I'm good with the schwarpen and dorpen. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's not thirty minutes, and we always, yeah. we always, we all have a tendency to go a little nuts for yeah, right. This is supposed to be just an aside. <laughs> yeah, way. we all have a tendency to go off on tangerines and yeah, and just you know, kinda, just try to. Mango, I can't, I mango too far with it. <laughs> I got nothing. We gotta watermelon it down a little bit. Yeah, right. And we gotta, we got. I was gonna do something with guava. I don't have anything. Lemon. We gotta turn the kiwi and unlock the door to the next part of the show, so we can. Yeah. <laughs> Peach. <laughs> It'll be peachy. We gotta. <laughs> so let's. Uh, so. Um, well, to peach his own. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. You got so um, uh, come quad on. Let's go with the uh, topic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well. Um, <laughs> come quad. Come quad. Come quad. Trisha was like. She like. She yeah, kept saying the that. word come quad to the like, and it was just cracking her up. Like, over and over again, she just kept... Because we were listening to Indian music in the car mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and the guy's name was Bugwat, and she kept saying Kumquat, because she thought it was funny. And she's, like, cracking herself up. Yeah. <laughs> she kept going, like, Kumquat, Kumquat. Is, is there any greater joy than when your girlfriend finds it's a way to just completely, like, throw herself into a giggle fit? And yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's the it? best. Oh. I, was, I had to, I was like, stop saying that. <laughs> Kumquat, Kumquat. Alright, I'm sorry. Okay. So, yeah. um, the topic, my topic for today, um, you know, last week we talked about Christmas because it was coming up on Christmas. Yes, well, sir. Well, now it's coming up on New Year's. Yeah, course, Friendsmas! Yeah, and of course the big thing on on New Year's is is to make a resolution and, and yeah. ultimately the point of that, the point of a New Year's resolution is, is uh the subject of today's conversation, which is self-improvement. Yeah. Mm. Various ways in which in which we have improved ourselves, possibly, over the course of the past, uh, I don't know, however many years we've known each other. Uh, yeah. Things we want to do, um, little tips and tricks to be to be more comfortable with our with our lives and everything. Nice. And I said before that that what you were saying ties in kind of nicely uh, uh, to my topic about. Um, uh, you know, uh, the displacement of of anger, of yeah. of being angry at people or things that don't deserve it. That's that's probably going to be my New Year's resolution is to is to get the fuck over it. You know, yeah. is to is to like <laughs> you know if I if I if I uh, if I'm if I'm having a bad night in the game, just you know. Except that it just bad nights happen, and it's not necessarily the game mm-hmm. or anything like that. You know, try try less to displace my yeah. my, you know, be a little more honest with myself in sure. my in my in my worst moments. That's uh, a very healthy goal. Yeah. I think it's probably something we could all do a little of. Mm. You know, it's just like 
I have to talk myself down from the ledge when I play chess sometimes. I play chess every day. There's yeah. not a day that goes by where I don't play a, at least a game of chess. Yeah. And, wow. like, I'll, I'll go through these stints where I'll, I'll, I'll have... the for One day I'll play really well and I'll win every match I play. Uh-huh. And then the next day I'll lose 15 in a row. This, this is exactly like, the same with me and, uh, and Rainbow Six. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just, like... And you gotta, like... Mm, rather than grab your phone and bend it in half, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you gotta just fucking. It's like ah, it's fr- especially with something like games because they're interactive, and for the most part, they're all based on what you're doing, right? Yeah, like chess, especially because it's just me <coughs> being bad at it, or like slipping with my finger sometimes and making the wrong move, oh, and you know, God. doing the mouse slip sure. thing. The yeah. most infuriating oh. defeat is the one that you knew better than to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and accidentally did. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a good goal to have is just kind of settle yourself down. And... Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess to start, what's uh, what what are some things that that uh, we've done? You know, maybe in the past few years or so, because you know, self improvement takes a long time. You can't just like pick up a New Year's resolution and then you know spend like a year doing it. And if it doesn't work, be like, oh well. Yeah. You, you know, it's it's something you got to stick with. So what? Like what? Are, what are some things you know? Yeah, let's do like a state of the dudes union. Yeah, why yeah. not the state of the dudes? <laughs> the dunian. The d- <laughs> the dunian. Well, well, for for one, I think if if we had been doing this podcast three years ago, yeah, by this point, I would be probably six or seven uh, cocktails in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would, I would, I would definitely be be knocking back uh, Ezra Brooks and Coke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, man, what a great mix. Since since like <laughs> so good. Oh yeah. Like knowing I didn't have to work in the morning, I'd be yeah. doing it since like one in the afternoon. Yeah. Um. And not thinking too much about it. Sure. Um, now, you know, I've had, what, a Bud Light Lime, two Bud Light Limes. And yeah. I'm, I'm, like, not even halfway through the Sam Adams. Um, so I'm... I think I'm making progress. Yeah, I hope I good. Am. Well, I can also, like, speak to, like, the fact that we lived together for, like, two years. Sure. So, like, I think when you moved in, you were at the same level of drinking that I was at. Which was like pretty intense and pretty regular. <laughs> it was it was a lot of there was a lot of alcohol. Yeah. There was a, it was lot a lot of alcohol. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. I, and you know we still obviously we still drink we together still drink, on Tuesdays, yeah. and we still I mean yeah. I know I still drink you know during the week sometimes, but I think it's fair to say that we don't really drink like we used yeah. to. No, I certainly don't. I came out of it like I was in college. You know, Drew and I used to our friend Drew. We used to uh, you know. Uh, drink every night, <laughs> and I mean like every night. All I, the only bills I had were my cell phone, my gas, mm-hmm. and uh, beer and cigarettes. I mean like that was that was my life, and it's real easy to be a lush. Yeah, on well, when that's all you got to worry about. Right. That, what the what the hell is that beer? The the black label or whatever the heck it was. Carling the, black label. Yeah, yeah. one oh, dollar yeah. for a dollar oh, at Cedar Man Monday. I love that beer. One oh, that, is, that is a great shitty beer. Yeah. That's cheaper than beer at my Eagles Club, which is like the cheapest place to drink right now. Yeah. I can get a, a beer for a dollar twenty over there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's even that's cheaper. You can't beat that. No, you can afford it. Was, to be. It, was, it was a dollar beer and then dollar shots of uh, whatever that shitty liquor whiskey was. <laughs> oh, BV? B, uh, not BV. Shittier than that. 
shittier, shittier than, than, than oh god it, it was a, it was a light whiskey canadian whiskey and a white label i can't remember what it was uh, called. he would do shots of that for a dollar i can't imagine and what I mean, it we used to i mean there were nights drew and i there were nights where drew and i drank 15 beers <laughs> yeah. you know for, yeah. you know, like, and yeah. like and it was always one of those things where like I wouldn't have any money. I'd be like, nah, Drew, I can't go out tonight. I, I, yeah. I don't have any beer or smokes. Yeah, and she'd, and she'd like, go, come on. She'd be like, ah, I'll, I'll, I get, you. I'll get you a pack of smokes and I'll buy your beer. And I'd go, all right. you know. And then there, <laughs> there were nights when she'd be like, oh, I'm all out of cigarettes and I don't really have that much money. I'd go, oh, well, come on. you know, I got you. We'll yeah. was, it, uh, was it Canadian Club? No, it wasn't. It was, it was a weird name. <laughs> uh, Canadian Club's too fancy. Old Overholt? J.P. Weiser. Mm. Uh, you just look at the, the shittiest whiskeys like, you can find. I'm just looking at the... Uh, I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. It was not good. I, <laughs> I just remember that. But uh, but no, like there were nights... I mean, and, like we drank mm-hmm. six or seven nights a week like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I remember her brother, Drew's brother, Seth, who's maybe the funniest person I've ever met in my life. He's hilarious. <laughs> he, you know, he's talking about going to the doctor. The doctor was asking him about, like, you know, they were talking about drinking, and the doctor's like, well, when you drink, how much do you drink? And he's like, ah, you know, 17, 18 beers. Doctor drops like left for it. That was a night, man. That was yeah. like a night for me. You know, and like, <sighs> yeah, that, okay, the night that Drew had that bonfire, Oh my goodness! Chris, Drew bought a bottle of Jameson. Chris Letera and I drank the whole bottle <laughs> to ourselves. He he cracked open the bottle. We didn't have any glasses, and he's like, eh. and then, you know, he just he, he, and then I I watched him do it the first time, and he looked over at me, and he's like, yeah. he hands the bottle over, and I'm like, ah, yeah. fuck it, you know. Yeah. We drank the whole bottle. It was yeah. it was like it was like towards the bottom before Drew was like. Did you guys drink all of that? <laughs> like, 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 that was nothing. That was yeah. like a night. I know. You know, like, it seems impossible now. It does. It seems impossible to drink an entire yeah, bottle with like responsibilities, that. and you know, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my God, I mean, like, I was out of control. I think we're all a lot better now than we mm-hmm. were three sure. or five years ago. So like, sure. it was like after that. Mm-hmm. You know, Dude's Day was the escape. Like, I still, I'll have a beer at home, you know, every once in a while. And then, mm-hmm. like, uh, when Mom and I will go out to dinner sometimes. And, uh, you know, we'll have a beer there. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I don't I don't really drink out that much anymore. No, yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. That's another thing that, like, this is an improvement I made since I started drinking up until now. It's because I got, you know, I got that the DUI. I got DUI years yeah. ago. Right. That completely changed the way that I approach alcohol out in the world. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll scare the, I, I, I'm telling you, I've been through that test. Yeah. And that's enough to scare the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that was the moment for me, too. It's like, I got pulled over. We were leaving a karaoke night at the B&O one night. Mm-hmm. It was me and Trisha and Alec, my friend Alec. Our friend Alec. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her uh, Trisha's friend Kaylee. And I had, I had f- five or six beers. Which to me, five or six beers. I'm a big guy, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, and uh, a, a little bit. Of, uh, you're a big guy <laughs> for you, <laughs> uh, and a little bit of a lush. So like, I'm fine. Five or six beers for me is comfortable. Sure. And we drank, you know, five or six beers. I we had waited an hour, cashed out, listened to some karaoke, yeah. and then you know, it was like an hour after I stopped drinking. We're like, oh, well, let's go. We're gonna go to Waffle House and. 
Yeah. Grab some food. Like you do. Right. And I, like, coming up uh, Mahoning Avenue there and then making the right on Meridian towards McDonald where the... There's a lot of traffic stuff for those of you who are from this area. <laughs> we were heading up towards the Waffle House, and I, I must have just blown the red light, which I do whether when I'm sober or drunk. Yeah, right. <laughs> Something that you can do by accident. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just rolled through the red light, you know. Not blew it, but, like, I slowed down and then rolled through it. You know what oh, I mean? Sure, okay. sure. You're one of those I am guys. One, I am one of those guys. Ooh. Yeah. But there was, it's okay. It's it's like it's midnight. There's nobody on the road. You yeah. know what I mean. But there, except this cop, you know, yeah. and he pulled me over, and we we're talking. I didn't even know he was behind me. Yeah. Um, and Trisha was like, "Are you okay?" And I said, "Well, we're gonna find out." <laughs> like, it, was nothing, it, was, it was one of those things. There was like there was like worry, but like so much not worry there because it's like. Yeah, there's nothing I can do about this, so I might as well just not be a dick to the guy and you know right. see what happens. So I he didn't. He came as a young guy. Um, he probably was about my age at the time, and he you know he's like, hey, you know, I pulled you over, and I said, honestly, I don't because I didn't realize that I had done that. I was you know talking to her. Yeah, and he said, well, you you rolled through that stoplight back there, and I said, I did. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you like slowed down and then went through it and I'm like oh man I'm sorry you know? so I really didn't know that I did that yeah. you know and uh, you know he's going through the, where are you coming from and I said oh we're coming down from the B&O for karaoke night and he's you know where are you going and they, they all do the same spiel yeah. I said we're going right up to Waffle House up there and he said you've been drinking tonight and I said yeah I had a couple beers you know, you got, you, again like this is great <laughs> advice everybody when you're in a situation where you're in the wrong yeah. Don't lie to the police. Oh, for Christ's right. sake. Just to, admit, just just admit just, you fucked up. It's going to be so much better for you yeah. if you just don't. Like, I had, I was a pot smoker when I was younger, so I had so many pothead friends who, like, lied to cops. Yeah. If you got a, a 10 sack of pot in your pocket, they're going to take your pot and they're going to let you go. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, and then they're like, going to smoke it that night. Right, <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. You just... You can't you can't lie to them because nobody's gonna send you to jail over a little bit of pot. Yeah, you know, and uh, provided they're not a dick or trying to make quota, they're not gonna like. If you're okay to drive, for the most part, I think yeah. most of the cops around here are gonna take it easy on you if you yeah. just tell them the truth. Right. You know. So I did. I said, yeah, I had a couple beers when I was down there. And he, you know, he said, well, when was your last one? And I said, it was about an hour ago. And he asked me how many I had, and I told him, mm -hmm. you know. And he said, well, all right, he's, you know, real nonchalant. He said, all right, you know, take a step outside. I'm going to make sure you're okay to go. You know, but he, he didn't say it with, like, the cop force. He was like, all right, just, you know, come on out. So yeah. I had, and unbeknownst to me, Alec was behind us and, like, pulled up around and was going to come out of the car running like, no, no, I'll take him. You know what I mean? If I got, you know. <laughs> but which wouldn't have made any sense because he was also drinking with, you know. Right? <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. But he did, the, you know, the flashlight the pen and the face trick yeah um i'm having flashbacks by the way yeah. that's why i just had that dumb look on my yeah. face a second ago i just went through it all yeah because yeah. well, they tell you look over my shoulder and then keep your eyes on the pen keep your head keep your chin locked with my shoulder and then mm -hmm. i think what they're i don't know exactly what they're looking for. i think they're looking for you to not move your head when you No, actually what they're looking for is an involuntary eye movements oh okay. because it so happens that at certain levels of intoxication 
your eye just involuntarily, you can't yeah. follow something smoothly. Yeah, it'll just like, it, your eyes will just drift and you'll have to keep bringing them back. Yeah, there's, oh. there's jitter, there's, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Right. Okay, so just yeah. like that. Y- where y- just... You ever have that, like if you're if you're like drunk and trying to watch TV and you're... you're uh, yeah, okay, like, yeah, you're right. Okay. They keep like drifting somewhere and then you'll have to sure. snap back Fair over enough. and over. And that happens even very subtly at lower levels of intoxication. Sure. You don't have to be hammered to be like... You're drifting, yeah, sure. Right. Which I'm sure I was, sure. you know. But he like did the pen trick for me, which feels like if you've never been in that situation, you, I'm sure you can attest this. It feels like it lasts like 15 minutes. It oh, goes yeah. on forever. Oh yeah, <laughs> everything that the... happens is horrifying, so it feels forever. Yeah. So and like and again like I, I was I was I was nervous, but I wasn't like I'm like I I think I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not lying to you. You know what I mean? Like the right. I'm thinking maybe it'll. You know, at the very but on, least. But on paper, it could be not the case. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Is I'm thinking like at the very least, maybe he'll you know have mercy on me and not maybe not go quite as hard. Yeah. Because there's nothing I can do at that point. He already got me. Yeah. Uh, but he like did the whole test, and then I remember he took the flashlight down. He put the pen in his pocket. And he's like, he's like, you're fine. I'll follow you out there. <laughs> and you know, I got back in the car, and uh, you know, he was finishing up in the back before he brought me over my license and I sat back down and Trisha's was like, is everything okay? I said, I think so. <laughs> you yeah. Know? <laughs> so he let me back in the car. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah but if you let yeah. me get behind the wheel again, I mm. think it's going to be okay. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, he did, you know, which, you know, uh, you know, let me just to yeah. that guy, thank you. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> he, 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 what he said was, yeah, you're fine. Uh, I'll follow you up there, which means don't do this again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right. You know, there's nobody on the road. I think everything will be fine. You're, you know, you're only going right up there. You know, but I think yeah. he, I think he actually took mercy on me, and you know, just because I wasn't a dick, and I didn't lie. To get more on topic, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sure. I went way sure. off there because I'm sorry, that guys. was that was a diversion on alcoholism in general. Sure, but but, <laughs> but no, it it, it 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 did make me think though of of like one of one of the more like insidious things. Uh, sorry, you were going to make a point. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to steer us back into the talking about the ways we've improved. But if you've got something um, else, I was I was going to say I think I feel like like there there's all sorts of these reasons that that you know why it's hard to why it's hard to quit drinking. But I think one of the one of the big ones is a little more subtle, mm-hmm. and I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Is that I feel like especially guys of our generation mm-hmm. have sort of this. This uh, this ideal image of like the the you know the the intoxicated cynic yeah that we all kind of want to be like the bitter sure you know <laughs> because because I yeah because I think we feel like it it makes us appear wiser and and yeah, sure. uh, you know appear that we you know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's I think it's Yeah, you know, all of us want to be Hemingway somewhere. Right. It's a there. great it's sure. a great romantic right. idea, you know yeah. what I mean? Like Yeah. Um, you know, never mind the fact that, you know, Hemingway blew his fucking brains out. Right. And, yeah. You know. But it it's it's I I think I think it, you know, definitely uh, is is an image thing, not in the sense of fitting in. But in the sense of, of just like a personal sure. kind it's a of actualization of something that's actually in there already, yeah, which absolutely. is like you know we're we're way savvy to the ways that the world is trying to manipulate us and to you know present itself to us, and we feel like we see through a lot of the bullshit. Sure. And there's this like tired old 
like retired solid snake kind of thing inside all of us. Sure, it's sure, like sure. I've seen it all. Sure. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah, the exactly. Bo- the boredom of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you, the doldrum of like or yeah. like American living. Exactly. You know, 21st century. And it's you know, and it's it's part of like you know, the you know the idea of like someone. You know, I, I remember uh, at the end of uh, uh, 2016, uh, there was a meme going around of, of Mads Mikkelsen opening a bottle of vodka, a full yeah. bottle of vodka during a Rogue One interview. Yeah. Just, just like, completely dispassionately, just, just unscrewing the top off this, this bottle of vodka. And it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a punchline. It's a, it's a cynical kind of nihilistic punchline. Yeah. To yeah. be like, you know, well, this this sure was some kind of year glug glug, glug right. yeah. you know. Hey, but we've we've contributed to, the, to that on this show with things like three dude show, drink, drink, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, yeah, we're part and, of that. Um, but it's 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 something that doesn't really quite occur to you until until like you know I've been in college since you know what it's been five years since I graduated. It's been. Now. It's been. It's <laughs> but I th- like five years or so. Yeah, five years. But I think it's I think it's really, 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 really easy to chase after that kind of image in college. Yep. And then much harder to get out of when you're an adult. Can I tie this back to another thing? Yeah. I swear it's also about getting laid. All oh. of it is like mm. it's all. That's the thing is I the older I get the more I change. I'm like, wait, I'm just not trying to get laid anymore, so I'm giving up all these things. Sure. Drunk, cynic, tired, old, you know, guy who's, like, had enough of this shit is actually, it looks cool. Yeah. And getting, looking cool is part of getting laid. Right. <laughs> like, all this, you know what I mean? Yeah. All this, all this shit, like, we're, like, watching it go out our rearview mirror Sure, now. sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's, That's part of it. And that also means you can do things like... Not drink like a fish to impress yeah. people. Sure, sure. You're out of the hunt. Although that is a great skill to have if you're ever like a oh, yeah. Russian bordello and, and <laughs> need to like win a drinking contest yeah. to save your wife from sure. mobsters or right. something. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I could win that contest. I think I could. Too. I think I could that's, win yeah. that that's contest. A, that's Trading an important. It's yep. an important skill to have for when the main character comes in and and you're. <laughs> Everyone's got like neckties tied around their head, and you're yeah. you're like staring down the meanest guy in the bar trying to drink. <laughs> yeah, right, the table. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then like, the main character know. comes up and says, "Thought I'd find you here. Yep. It's been a while." <laughs> yeah, right. That's another one. And you don't even look over your shoulder. <laughs> Give me. You know who it is. Give me one for my friend. Indiana two more Jones. Me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah. It's it's yeah. But that you, when you're out of the hunt, you know mm-hmm. the rest of that changes. That veneer gets stripped away a little. Most bit, you know, most things change. The other reason why I drink is because some of my some of my biggest breakthroughs, confidence wise, came after after some drinks. Sure, yeah, you right. know, um, you know, uh, uh, including getting laid. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> but uh, you know, karaoke, uh, going to parties. You know, there's always there's yeah. always alcohol behind it. So whenever I'm not feeling confident in myself, I'm like, you know what would fix this? Mm. Booze. It's a yeah. great way to make people friends. I made a lot of friends. Drinking beer, yeah, you know, and smoking cigarettes. Yeah, sure. hey, you know that's the thing I already miss the most about not smoking is not bumping into weirdos out in front of places. <laughs> hey, there you go. And now that it's fucking like eighteen degrees out, yeah. Yeah, you right. don't have to go outside yeah, for a cigarette true. anymore. Yeah, that's true. Uh, listen, listen, man, that is the best part. The other, wait till your circulation gets better. I have terrible circulation. Yeah, I can go out and clean my car. Come in, and in a minute, my hands are warm again. Well, I'll take a case in quick. Hey, my yeah. feet are sweating right now, and we're in a cold basement. Yeah, I don't know what's happening to my body. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. <laughs> no, seriously, because yeah. like I have, 
like hypertension, all the like not good fat guy stuff, like mm-hmm. hypertension, you know, pre diabetes, you know yeah. what I mean? Peanut butter for blood, right? Exactly, <laughs> right. that kind of stuff. you know, that's a symptom of diabetes. Yeah, your blood turns into peanut. But butter. yeah, no, Everyone like you're, 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 my circulation's way better, like, yeah, way better. That's a big improvement, yeah. you know. Yeah. When you feel stuffy and it turns out you just have a nosebleed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, like and like to, to get off drinking. Just. Just a little bit. Just, yeah. To get off uh, drinking a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the biggest thing I did in the past five years is yeah. quit smoking. Yeah, you, know you can, yeah. Was... you know what, here, provide me a window into my future, Chris. <coughs> you're going to start smelling stuff more. You're uh-huh. going to, you're, you're probably going to put on weight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I do. don't think that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> like, that I did, I put on a, a lot of weight, you know. Yeah. The best thing I can tell you is like, wh- whatever little bit of activity you're doing, keep doing it mm-hmm. and do a little more. Um, my father gave me a walking stick for Christmas. Did he? To actually hike in Mill Creek. That's cool. Is, is, that. is that the one upstairs? The one by the bookshelf? Yeah. That's sick, man. It's yeah. from Mill Creek Park for Mill Creek Park. That's awesome. So that's one thing awesome. I'll do. Yeah, no, it's, but like you got to stay. I'm just telling you, stay after it because you're going to have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you're going to balloon up like I did. Yeah. But it, it, like there's a, there's so many other like, like I'm a tubby guy, but I can get up the stairs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not like be dying like i couldn't like in school like walking up the second floor of the bardlow like i would be out of breath yeah like and there were times like mm. drew and i drew i think smokes more than i did and i smoked like two packs a day mm-hmm. and she like there were times where both of us had to like take a second do you know what i mean yeah and like catch our breath like stop like at like, at like 23 do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, right. wow, that's not good, man. That's not a good place to be. I'll tell you a mini story. When I was still smoking not that long ago, uh, I went to put on socks and ran out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, I bent over to put on my socks and came up going, <sighs> because I had compressed and couldn't yeah. breathe, and then that little yeah, bit was it enough. It is no joke. Yeah. What's what's even crazier is is like how all the research shows that the second you quit smoking, the benefits are immediate. Immediate. It's it's, it's like and you well, that's and, insane. And you start to notice them like within a week. You'll, yeah. you're, you're Like within a week, you're you're starting to breathe better. Mm-hmm. Um, within three weeks, your smell starts coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, like and that was that was the moment where I knew. I remember. Oh, I do that. I remember. I think I think we went to Dingles once, and like you were you oh. were telling me about like. Making toast. That was the, that yeah. was the, I made, I made, uh, I came home, I, I went through, uh, uh, the, uh, the hospital did a program where you could stop smoking and your insurance would cover it. And if you didn't yeah. have insurance, the hospital would cover it by donation. So, it, cause they like, which is excellent. And I would recommend that to what anybody a, who's trying to stop smoking. What a, what an efficient and magnificent way to save lives. Absolutely. Just Absolutely. Ha- and get one person to teach a fucking class. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I would love to do that. I would love to do that because, man, uh, and, and it's yeah, okay. Maybe it's hokey, like the the cynic in me is like, ah, it's hokey AA kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, but like, all right, they I had to go into a class on Tuesday mornings. Yeah, you know, uh, one day a week, I had to sit in a group with other smokers, and I had to talk about why we started smoking. You know, yeah. how much we smoke a, a day. Yeah. And, and calculate how much money it fucking costs, which is yeah. a lot. I was almost at $4,000 a year on cigarettes. 
I'm just going to do a quick calculator to see how much I've saved since I Yeah, quit. I think we did that. I, I did it once. It was like four grand. I mean, yeah. it was a significant chunk of money. Yeah. And, and like, and they, like, they give you, they gave me my patches. They gave me gum. All the rules on the box. Incidentally, if you're a smoker and you're trying to quit and you want to use the patches, all the rules they tell you on the box about patches don't matter. Like, if you're, if you're a, a four pack a day smoker, it's okay to put two 28 milligram patches on because you're going to need them. Like, if your body's used to that, mm-hmm. that's what you need to do. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I remember they, they had me go in for the pre-meeting. Um, the pre. The pre. I'm going to fucking pre, dude. Oh, I'm going to pre. <laughs> Just, uh, I'm going to pre, man. No, but, like, they, they, it's, so, it's so weird. It's so What gross. does that even mean? I don't like it. I'm going to pre, dude. I don't, oh, I don't like it at all. I'm going to fucking pre. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, oh, I've got chills all over me. Ugh. But like, they have you go in and they they make you blow into this carbon dioxide meter. Yeah, and and it's, it's how much or carbon monoxide. It's how much smoke basically is coming out of your breath when you're when you're exhaling. Yeah, and oh. I went in and I blew a thirty-eight, which uh, and I like. I watched the little, thirty-eight special. Yeah, <laughs> hold on, loose but don't let go. No, but uh, I got up in here. I blew, I blew a, a thirty-eight on the meter, and, and I'm like, oh no! Like I, I didn't know what that meant, but I knew it was bad. <laughs> that can't be good. And she's like, she's a, that's not, that's far from the worst I've seen. Yeah, like I had somebody come in here and blow an eighty the other day. So, yeah. wow, wow, an eighty. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, she said you, that's about average. Yeah, you know where you're at. So like, <laughs> you should have asked her what What does it take for you to go? Whoa! Mm. Oh! Yeah. Well, I mean, it was bad, man. Well, I was thinking about, like, you know, you see people who, like, okay, so, like, old people when their nails are yellowed yep. from the smoking. Mm. But the thing is, like, your nails keep growing. Yeah. So it's not like it's because they've been smoking longer. It's because it's they're smoking more. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right? So, like, you got to think it's, like, if people can be getting to that point and you didn't, mm. then you're really not smoking sure. as much as some other people. Or, or my dad's cousin Tommy was one of those guys, and he was just <laughs> the nicest human being. I mean, he was a great guy, really yeah. funny, fun guy. Him and his brother Richie were, like, regularly the funniest people in my dad's family. They were great. But, you know, like, Tommy was one of dad's best friends. He was his cousin and, like, drank yeah. every day, you yeah. know. Uh, smoked four packs of cigarettes a day. I mean, like you know, worked his at worked Who hard. Has the time work, he worked. He worked like a dog. You know, like seriously, like functioning. Worked worked like a dog. You know, worked worked his ass off. You yeah. know, but he would. You know, I remember we went over to to visit him one time, and he was just. I was like fifteen or sixteen. You know, just and he was the nicest fucking guy. Yeah. And he was sitting on his on his floor, like doing the Brady sit, you know, yeah. sitting on the floor, back up against the couch. That's yeah. how we all like to sit for some reason. <laughs> but he had a fifth of wine. He was drinking it out of a jug of wine. Yeah. And he drank the whole thing while we were sitting there. And he would just chain smoke, light one smoke with another smoke. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he just that was what he, we were sitting there shooting the shit for like two hours, and he smoked a whole pack of cigarettes and yeah. just finished a whole fifth of wine. I remember we got in the car and I went, oh my God, you know, and, you know, like, it, dad, you know, yeah. you know, that- I, I was, I, he, dad knew I was a smoker. I said, dad, I smoke, but you know, but holy and, shit. Yeah. And he's like that fifth of wine he drank. That's probably his second one today. Like he, you know, like yeah. he was just, you know, and he died, you know, he died young, you know, it's, it's one of those yeah. things where like it, it will, you can measure 
the years off of your life that smoking will take. Absolutely, you. and drinking. And for drinking, that matter. for that matter. There's you, there's there's a lot of research now going into uh, going into because um, uh, there there hasn't been I'm sure because of lobbying um, about uh, alcohol's effect as a carcinogen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think well, I have heard about. And that. here's one of those things: drinking drinking in itself isn't really bad for you. It's when you do it. All the time. There's yeah. benefits to like drinking red wine. There's benefits to drinking a beer a day. Yeah, yeah. there's you know benefits what I mean? to yeah, exactly thinning the blood a tiny yeah. bit every now. Sure, and then. sure. There's not, and, and but it's like man, when you go to excess on it's the old Catholic thing my mom used to tell me like everything in moderation, right? Yeah. You know, like it's it's serious. You know, you can't you can't sure. just do that. Sure, it's I, is that even like a Catholic thing? That just seems like good advice in it general. Is, it is, yeah. It's, it, does, does that come from like the temperance kind of? I don't know. Yeah, so something my mom always used to say, and then something her her mom always used to tell her. So yeah. it's great I, advice. I think I think um, I think too. There's this there's this desire to to disprove like negative stigmas. Yeah. Like yeah. like like for me. For me, for me, <laughs> like, uh, like trying to trying to drink less. Uh, I I always kind of feel like, you know, well, well, why should I have to drink less? I'm I'm perfectly fine after a few drinks. I'm not like I'm not like the the alcoholic abusive husband in a Lifetime movie. Sure. Yeah. Th- therefore, I have every right to drink as much as I want to. Yeah. That's not a helpful mindset at sure. all. It, to think about things in terms of rights is not the right way to look at it. Exactly. And that and that was something big I had to get past was like was like why does everyone else get to do this and I don't? And yeah. completely overlooking the fact that not everyone drinks the way I drink. Sure, sure. Right. Well, and like, here's a little nugget of Chris <laughs> yeah. Brady. Most people don't drink the way the I drink. The vast majority of people do not drink the way that you and I had to drink or even now do, do drink. drink. Yeah, sure. Me too. Yeah. yeah. For that matter. I've gotten better. It's Some it's hard to are, shake, though. It's perfect. very hard to shake. Yeah. Some people are perfectly happy not drinking yeah. like once a year. You know, I, I don't know who they are. <laughs> well, like, case in point, Christy and I went next door to have... Christmas Eve with the neighbors. We sat, and I brought a bag of uh, Rolling Rock from the fridge, and we sat in their garage and and talked for a while. And I brought, like, eight Rolling Rocks. And I drank, like, five of them in the couple hours we were over there. Mm -hmm. And she was still working on her first one. Yeah. And didn't have another one later. Yeah. And it always amazes me that, you know, but she just... That's just it's the addic- other, part of it's other ad- people are different that way. Addictive personality thing. I don't know about you sure. guys. I have an addictive personality. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah, me but, too. Me too. Yeah, and I cling on to stuff. You know, so like when I'm that's which is helpful in some things. Like that's how I learned how to play the guitar because I got you know focused on it. That's but, a good way to learn to fight the Romulans too. Is yes. when you cling on to stuff. Yeah, <laughs> dad, dad, <laughs> no, come on, dad. No, that's part of it. Live long in Punsper. <laughs> Like and what 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 normal people classify as binge drinking is just normal drinking for me. Right. My idea of binge drinking is very different. Oh yeah. Yeah. Than the medical term for binge drinking. A bender for me would be like I drank three quarters or such such of like a big bottle of like vodka. Yeah. I yeah. drank three quarters of the one and a half liter wow. bottle of vodka. That's that's like going off the deep end. Sure. Yeah. Aubrey, if you're listening. 
I do know. I do know that I <laughs> I need work on it. But that's that's why we're talking about it. Is we're talking yeah, about self improvement. This is about being honest with ourselves. So what about so what about self improvement from like a more positive perspective? Like like things that like we know we're good at. We know the we enjoy, but maybe we don't do enough of playing the guitar. Yeah, man, Hell yeah, man. Man, I oh was, yeah. I was talking to this today with. Uh, I haven't picked up my guitar in like a week or no, two. No, you know, dude, I I have nine guitars. Yeah. And like I don't, I don't pick them up nearly. Speaking of addictive personality, yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah, seriously, yeah. I, it's, and I'm not done. Let's I'm addicted be, to the music. Let, band. Let's be clear, I'm not finished. There's gonna be more guitars. There's a, at least a few more than I want. Oh, yeah. So well, what you need is wall mounts, man. Yeah, yeah for sure. Oh, well, yeah. that's what Trisha said. She's like, you know, at some point we're gonna get you wall mounts for those, so you can hang them up. Yeah, because they oh, look yeah. cool as hell. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, get, doing the guitar, man. It's uh, it's one of those things where like I focused real hard on it when I was younger, and then I would go off of it for a while and then I'd focus back in on mm-hmm. it again. Uh, I, I, I broke off. up with the electric guitar. I broke up with it. It's like my my heart was broken by the fact that like uh, I think when my band didn't work out and we kind of like went our separate ways. I think my heart broke a little mm. bit. Yeah, your band was cool, man. It was a lot of it was a lot of fun. This man. is this is this is another thing that that I think not just not just us, but I think everyone can. Uh, and I think Chris, you have the least issue with this of the three of us, is taking disappointment and taking failure in stride and using it to build off of and try again. Yeah, yeah I did have a big problem with it. I did have a huge problem. I think with you're it. pretty just, resilient these days. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> chalk it up to clean living. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's uh, that's having uh, that's having someone smart and strong by my side who I have to be good for. Yeah, that's that's what that is. is yeah. you know Can we I mean? talk about that for yeah. a second? That. You know, over the course of the last several years, all of us finding ourselves in good, stable relationships with yeah, good for people sure. yeah. that care about us Absolutely. is a significant improvement. There is this thing, it's like a, like kind of a, like a stereotype about men, that we just like, we're not particularly good alone, like we're just, we're, we're like adrift. It is the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know how, I, I know that it sucks to be like, oh, yeah, that old adage, that's absolutely true, but man. It is just, true. We I'm, need, I'm not. If it wasn't for women, would we would we shower or leave the home? No, see, <laughs> see, that's that's the thing. Men men have, have this idea that we are as, we are only as valuable as our purpose. As long as we can serve a purpose, everything else is yeah. is whatever. We can drink or smoke ourselves to death and die at sixty. Sure. Yep. You know, but that's why we need someone to anchor us and and kind of kind of show us that you know there is there is something beyond that. And it's especially tough when you're when you're you know when you're an atheist and it's like yeah. you know this life is the only one I get. I'm gonna live it you know how I want. Yeah. Kind of the way I want. Sure. Yeah. But. When you meet someone special enough that you know, it it, it you know it does matter sure, yeah. down the road that you, that you you want to give that person more and more of your time sure, yeah. and to extend that time as much as you can. I've, yeah. I think I've regularly told Trisha like, you better not fucking die on me because you're the only thing that's keeping this from being dead at 40 like, like truly truly no i know what like, you're saying like there's not there's nothing else i keep thinking like yeah you know what everything else everybody else will be fine but you know yeah i gotta i gotta i gotta be good i gotta stay alive for yeah. pressure. 
You know what I mean? It's just, and she's got to stay alive because this is over. See, like, this is uh, see, really that's see, it's over. Now that's the thing. Aubrey doesn't like that because she wants me to do it for myself, and I keep telling yeah. her like, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't I want to. Yeah. The closest you're ever gonna get is that the the yourself you're doing it for is still the part of yourself that wants to be better for someone else. Exactly. Yeah. Like honestly, we I don't know what it is, but I know this is a thing right. that. I will if I, if, for example, if I know I'm not going to see like Christy for days, I will bathe that last day before she comes, to work. <laughs> or I will like not clean up the house yeah. until I know like. And even then, see, sometimes I guess I don't always do it. But see, I I like the feeling of coming out of the shower too much to stop bathing. You know, <laughs> the feeling of coming out of the shower. The feeling of coming out the of cool the shower. air as you leave the steamy chamber of the shower. Yeah, like it? like. Uh, uh, well, well num- number one, I re- Shaper farts. Number one, I don't know if this is like an autism thing or what, but I really, really love the sound of running water. Mm. No, it's good. Number two, yeah, the feeling of like finishing a shower and getting dry and then just just feeling clean. Yeah, I yeah. love that feeling. I do, I do too. I didn't appreciate it enough when I was younger. I, I sure as hell appreciate it now because if I go too long without a shower, like I feel it all over my body. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do. You feel it. Yeah. It's it's like soaked on you. It's yeah. Uh, just the weird slippy feeling. I've that been I there. Did. Yeah, I get. The, I, I'm an Italian, so I get the greasy <laughs> hair like real bad. It's Dude, happening I gotta, now. I gotta go now right now. Yeah. All right. I, <laughs> I like <laughs> yeah, No, it's there's something about it, man. Yeah. <coughs> but, but yeah, that's that's a thing. I don't know if it's a men and women thing or if it's just an us and women thing, where it's like, <laughs> I, I, I'm I, like I understand that. I identify that with that so much. Like I can't. Do it for me because I don't care that much about me. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Like I, sure. I, I like me, but like I'm not great. You know yeah. what I mean? So <laughs> no, it's I'm like, like take it or leave it. About I'm me. doing, I'm doing it yeah. for you, and that needs to be my focus because it's like yeah. I don't think I'm super important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. It's like it's not depressing to me. I just I, I'm okay with this being mundane and mediocre and shitty. You know what I mean? I'm doing it because you want me to be a better person, mm-hmm. so I have to be. Yeah. Because I love you. You know, and, and, and it's and it's an accomplishment to look mm-hmm. at yourself and be like, all right, this, yeah. that I have been this person. You know, I've been a better person as a result. You know what I want to do more of, and and this, again, I, I told you guys earlier before we started the cast that. Um, you know, Aubrey got me the autobiography of Captain Jean Luc Picard. Yeah, of the USS. Enterprise. Enterprise, yes. Um, and again, so far from what I've read of it, I've read the prologue and, and uh, I think I've gotten all the way through like the first two chapters, but it's it looks like it's going to be a really, really fun read. There's there's plenty of, you know, actual things that happened in the show, you know, thrown in there, plus, you know, uh, whatever liberties, you know, the author took, you yeah, know, sure. based, based on, you know, all the... All the Books and and all the side material and whatever that's that's out there about Captain Picard, um, and it looks like it's going to be a great read. And I need to read more. I I I did a lot of it in college, not just for for classwork, but just recreationally. Yeah, I used to read a lot. I I, I developed a, a halfway decent you know knowledge of poetry and yeah. and you know the occasional book. You know, I read Brave New World. I read Nineteen Eighty Four. I read. Oh. You know all these different things in in uh, in college, and then after college, I just kind of stopped, and I yeah I I definitely kind of regret that. So I, I I think I think I just I need to read more. It's something I really enjoy. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. The trouble is, the trouble is, like, I read so slow. Me too. I'm yeah, a very I'm slow cool. reader. I have to, like, every word in my head has to be sounded out. Yeah. Like, I read basically no faster than I can talk. Like a very concrete method of reading where you're, like, saying it to yourself. Kind of. not, But not even, like... But, like, yeah. Yeah, basically, I, I can't read any faster than I can talk. Yeah. I do um, that, too. I You know what I do is I'll, I'll read something, and then I'll wander off in my head, and I'll go through the whole page, and then I'll have to go over and start reading the whole page again, because something yeah. I'll get far enough and something won't make sense. Yeah. And I'll be uh, like, oh, wait, wait, wait I, I was kind of thinking about a ham sandwich right around mm-hmm. here. Yeah, wait. So, oh, wait, can we go back? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You kind of lose your focus in the middle of the page, and you have to go back and be like, "Okay, wait, what's this? What's this? What's this uh, doll that she has here? Wait, let me." Yeah, why did? Why is that? Where did this there? come from? Uh, I I will tell you. Wait, um, who is Claire again? Come I... Do you remember when I put that recliner in my room like a long time ago? The Steiner recliner. The Steiner. <laughs> and then you put your Heiner in the recliner. Uh, yeah, I put my Heiner in the recliner, and I was reclined in the recliner. Um, the I put that in there as a reading chair. And, like, the night that I put it in there, I was all excited. I had my end table there, and I sat up, and I'm reading a book. I remember I was reading this really cool book that I still haven't finished about artificial intelligence written mm. by Ray Kurzweil. And <laughs> that was still, in, like, the last year, one of the best nights I have had, period. I was sitting in that chair with a dim light, the dog asleep on the bed, and me reading a book. It's probably been, like... Over yeah, two been, years now, maybe two years. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been probably about two years or so since I did that. And I think that says something, right? Like when you think fondly back on the times that you read, yeah, you know, you know that this is something you enjoy doing and that you're missing, right? You know, yeah, yeah, man, fuck. It's like you think back on it with nothing but delight. Yeah. And yet you can't get yourself to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking back to the first time I read uh, Ulysses by Tennyson, yeah. not not Ulysses by James Joyce, because oh, there's no way in don't. fucking hell. <laughs> I started, and I I am never gonna. Finish no that. way, it's no impossible. way in hell. No, the poem Ulysses by Alfred Lord Tennyson. Yeah. And after how after the first time I read it, I I felt like. I could just grab the universe by the throat and punch it. Yeah. Like, like if you ever want to feel inspired, read that fucking poem. It'll make you feel like you can do anything. Yeah. That's a very good thing to have on the list. I'm starting a little list over here. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I agree with that. No, it's worth I mean, like... <laughs> I like your first item there. Oh, yeah. Don't die young. Have good nails. Finish a book. Yeah. That's my items one through three right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do that. You know what? I feel like the only time I I really finish books, yeah, is when I'm on a plane. You know what I mean? Like that's the only time where I feel like I can sit down and read a book. Yeah. Uh, actually, I reread Slaughterhouse Five. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Uh, uh, on a plane ride, uh, the last I think that might be the last book I really finished. I was with it was years ago. Yeah. Uh, with Trisha uh, on the flight to California, so. But I reread I reread Slaughterhouse Five. God, reading Vonnegut should be a very specific version sure. of this goal. Yeah, I've never been disappointed by oh, reading. Oh man, all Vonnegut. this stuff. Uh, there's uh, I, I have a couple. Of, you know, Cat's Cradle, Slaughterhouse Five, Galapagos yeah. is a good one. If you never read that, never I never read I that one. That's a good one. Um, I just recently read Mother Night at Mother the insistence yeah. of uh, one of my coworkers. Yeah, that's a great. I mean, he's a great. He's he speaks to the cynic in all of us. I think. You know? Oh yeah, it's just one of those. Uh, but yeah, Vonnegut. Um, uh, my fa- one I'd love to reread, uh, and maybe that's the way to start is reread something because I know it. But my favorite book ever is um, 
uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest yeah. by Ken Kesey, the book. Not you know, not the Jack Nicholson movie, which is also excellent. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the book One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which makes so much more sense. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's an incredible piece of, uh, of fiction. It's a great story. The book I picked up that was at your recommendation, and I started, and haven't finished, is The Confederacy of Dunces. Oh, yeah! Uh, I bought uh, it in New York. I bought it at Strand Bookstore. R.P. McNally. Yeah, and I made, I made it relatively far in, mm. maybe like 50, 60 pages, and I really, really enjoyed reading it, and then I just It's funny. It. It's funny. John Kennedy. Yeah, that's a, fu- that's a funny story. Will Ferrell's been trying to make that movie for years. Yeah. Yeah, the Confederacy <laughs> of Dunces movie. That's a great book, man. It's funny. It is it's, funny. It's featuring the best um, bestiality dog masturbation scene. <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 not jerking off a dog, but jerking off to the thought of a dog. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I, I might have started to stumble remember, into that territory. I remember I read I, that was we had to pick a, a book, one of our favorite authors for uh, Chris Barzak's fiction class. I remember, and that. I had to read that passage in front of people, and I couldn't keep a straight face because it's so funny. It's basically he's he's asexual and he can't, yeah. you know, he can't get any. Like sexual, he can't get no satisfaction. He can't. He's he's trying to imagine this girl that he knows sexually, and it's grossing him out. So the the, the happiest memory he can think of is of his childhood dog. He's like he's jerking off, and the dog's jumping on him and licking his face. Ah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So right. yeah, I had to read that in front of the class. That was awkward. Yeah. But yeah, oh anyway, I could, I could. I remember I was dying. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> Oh. Um, this year, one thing I want to do to improve myself, and I know it, and you know, it's uh, it's not just because I got that nice new walking stick, but I want to walk specifically in nature more often. Mm. Yeah. I have a dog that could really use it, who would love to go for walks out in the park. Tire his little stupid ass out. Tire his stupid ass out so he comes home and just flops on the couch. God. I'm going with that. Let him run. But I. Let I, him run away. I love the park. Yeah, I love the park too. Man. The park mm-hmm. is amazing. It's it a is, great park. It really is a very nice park. It's so cool. And I still, sometimes if I go out there, I mean, I don't know the whole place. You can just get downright lost in the park on a trail. Yeah. yeah. And it's awesome. You know, like, I don't think any of us spend enough time outside. No, definitely not. <laughs> I don't think any nope. of us do. Think this summer, I was barely outside at all. Yeah. Me too. No, yeah. we, we we didn't uh, we didn't go golfing as much as no. We I want to go we golfing. Gonna... Well, and now that my yeah. dad's back, I, I I was able to go out a little bit this year. Yeah. Thank God. There's oh, a um, God. I needed to work that itch out. Yeah. There's a lot to be said, I think, for for walking around outside barefoot for a while. Yeah. You got to let your feet touch the grass a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. We. I mean, that's 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 what you know. Millions of years of evolution says we we should do. It's why the the soles of your feet are the thickest part of the skin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta just touch your feet to bare dirt sometimes. You know, just just. But what if there's a bee? Then you kill it. Oh, okay. All right, never mind. Problem solved. You're the product of millions of years of evolution, David. Don't be a pussy. They made shoes back then, too. <laughs> In fact, I think of the primitive technology guy. That yeah. It was like the best thing on YouTube, possibly. And he, he built those really cool sandals out of just very thick, like, reeds that he shaped carefully. To, oh, like, damn. Until, like, a foot. And then he weaved back and forth, and he made the, the pattern for the bottom of it, and... 
made little things like a like the tongue of the sandal that comes up between your toes and you know people people made that kind of stuff even going back shoes are good is my point yeah shoes are very good <laughs> what's what's really great though about like about going out and communing with nature for a while is just like it it really is just kind of the the it's i'm i'm trying to think of the right way to make this comparison it's like it's like if you just grab a handful of paint and splash it down on a canvas. Okay. That's what nature is. It, nature is just all the different forces in the universe left to its own devices. Yeah. And this is what's happened. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. It's, it's not, it, it is It is not arranged in this, in a, in a way that like a mind would arrange things. And yet also not random. And also not random. It is, it's built on those forces just sort of doing what it does. There, it's, it's alive, so it, it has it shows life. It has a harmony. It has patterns. Mm-hmm. Tree, you know, nothing, nothing about nature. Very few things about nature, I guess, are random. Mm-hmm. You know, trees grow upwards because they get closer to the sun. Yeah. You know, rivers flow one way or another because of of gravity or because of of uh, magnets, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking, uh, you I know. don't know. I don't fucking know. I know. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I don't know. You know, uh, uh, rock outcroppings are the way they are because of, you know, geology, plates shifting and, and yeah. rocks crumbling and erosion. Yeah. You know, every everything is the way it is for a reason. And it's very cool to step out and get a sense of it. Yeah. It's very cool just to, like, go outside and remember that... You know whether or not your 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 lights are on or your Xbox is running or your refrigerator is keeping your food cold or whatever. In like you know a hundred years, this is a, all that's still going to be there, doing yeah. its thing. And we're you know you know we're living in like a very small chunk of a yeah. long running story of nature, and right. it's just cool to get a well, sense. Well, uh, human beings are so like isolated from the when you think about it. We're really kind of just away. We've forced it out of our lives. We're not there anymore. Yeah, we, we have, have air conditioning. Yeah, now. we're inside a box right now that is specifically designed to keep that shit away. Isn't that, just, like, <laughs> isn't that fascinating? Like, there's yeah. except for the parts like like the like the animal that we decide to bring into yeah, the right. box, just like uh, like decoration or like a potted plant, just yeah. to remind us what's out there that we don't want to be a part of yeah. anymore. Yeah. Well, no, it's crazy though. I mean, like this used to be we're we're, we're sitting down here. This could have been. This was a forest. Yeah. This was a deciduous forest, you know, yeah. right two hundred years ago. And not, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, not just here, but like like everywhere from from, you know, like what? Eastern Indiana all the way to the eastern seaboard. Yeah. Was yeah. just one big mega forest. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts to think about. Yeah. Um so yeah, I want to do that more. I want to go out into nature more. It's yeah. it's good it is good for you. To do. It's a good bake. It's a good bake. <laughs> ah, yes, it is good for you, but it is a good bake. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. I think that would be something I want to do to improve myself. Definitely. Exercise, mindfulness, yeah. clean air, a little bit of bonding time with the animal, you know, which yeah. honestly, you know, that, that can't hurt. Yeah, salt them up a little bit, rub them in some grease. Or the, um, find one of those. Fuck them. Find one of those <laughs> open campfire things or uh, yeah. the grills that they have in the park. Grill them. Just yeah. drop them right up on top of that. <laughs> Put the whole bag of charcoal in there. St- 
stuff them inside a plastic bag with potatoes and onions. Yeah, whack them up against the wall. I want to. I want to. You know what I want to do? I, I want to. And I don't know where you, if you have a next part of this topic or not. Not necessarily. It's just about self improvement in general. Yeah. And, One of the things I want to do is is and I'm going to start working this year is I want to write and I'm probably going to need your help. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say writing also. I it, want uh, yeah. I, I want to write an album. I want to I want to compose and oh writing music yeah I uh, want to write I want to write too I used to write a lot and I yeah wrote. me too I think it's safe to say we all used to engage in more creativity yeah of some form or another poetry stories when music. we when we were young and full of hope and and, <laughs> and, it, and, our, and our, our orange jackass wasn't yeah. in the White House we had we hadn't been taught yet how it wouldn't matter. <laughs> right. right. When we were young, yeah, isn't that isn't that the big yeah. fucking thing? Yeah. That it doesn't. That it felt important, but we hadn't figured out yet. It doesn't. How count. how quickly we forget the lessons of Dead Poet Society. Yeah. <laughs> when we were young, and our hearts were an open book, <laughs> we used to say, "Live and let live." You know. And don't lie. You know you did. I know I did. I know I did. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> But you know this ever-changing world All right. in which we live. In. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes me give it and cry. Live and let die. Bam! 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 Live and let die. I'm trying to do the Axl Rose. Live and let die. Give me some reggae. Give me some reggae. Oh, Paul McCartney, you yeah. wacky beetle. <laughs> you silly old beetle. <laughs> you fucking one-leg Marion. <laughs> See, when you guys hear that, you think of Beatles, I think of the the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, of right. James Bond. Um, it, it was just as goofy as the song. Writing music is a very good goal. Writing or creating anything yeah. is a very good goal. I wanna yeah. I wanna compose an album. I don't know what it's gonna be about. Yeah. I wanna learn how to play the keyboard or at least play it okay enough to Yeah. You know, I don't know. Well I know you wanna write a concept album or at least that was one of your Yeah, things. I just I just wanna write an album. I just wanna do something creative. I think really the thing that we should be really thinking about if we're gonna do something like that and it's like a mistake I made in the past that I think made me eventually like lose touch with like the joy of creating things is like I really need to focus more and closer to like the things that I know, understand, or yeah. that are really relevant. Don't to me. try and be crazy. Yeah, like I, I yeah. feel like I used to try to write a lot of things about characters I didn't understand at all. Yeah. In predicaments that had never been familiar to me. I spoke yeah. with no authority on anything, but I did it with language that was flowery enough that I felt like I was passing somehow. Yeah. Um I really feel like it, there's another creative wave coming in my life. Yeah. And it's going to have to focus on something I actually know something about. Yeah. That's, see, that's the thing. Like, like, I, I feel like everyone, when they start writing, falls into that trap of being too flowery. Yeah. And, oh, and yeah. you know, you, you trying to be, you know, magnificently evocative yeah. with their prose. And, yeah. and, but that was, I remember. I remember the first time I read Hemingway was Old Man and the Sea, uh-huh. which I I still love, and just the frankness. Uh, yeah, Jerry how, how yeah, he he gets right to the fucking point, and it's no less beautiful for it. Yeah, it's just he he Hemingway. I don't think I don't think liked to deal with you know 
trying to flip through a thesaurus or, yeah. or you know. Meanwhile, you got James <clears throat> Joyce. <There's, laughs> you ever tried to sit down and read Finnegan's Wake? It's impossible. <laughs> River Run past Adam and Eve. There's fucking my dick and my balls in it. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I can't. This is oh, it's horrible. <laughs> the, dif- the difference between those guys could not be more stark is yeah. that, you know, James Joyce would say a lot and say nothing sometimes, but yeah. say a lot in the way of doing it. And, and Hemingway would say very little and say everything quite a bit. Yeah. Um, there's a name for that movement to those guys. I guess minimalist might be it. Yeah, minimalist, yeah. The minimalist that, modernist? I'm not sure. But drunk? But just drunks. Drunk. Right. Rambling. Took a long time to find yeah. the keys. Right. He <laughs> took, he took, he went from the fart sniffers, <laughs> the Joycey and farts millers. <laughs> I weave, yes. I weave the a tale of a bygone age versus <laughs> versus yeah. war sucks, everyone dies, get over it. Right, yeah, yeah exactly. Drink, drink, yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's, I mean, what are we, you know, are they, are we talked about that before. You know, God is dead. You're alone. You're alone. Smoke. Yeah, right, smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why not? Uh, but Be- no, I, I, I don't know. I see the, the yeah. virtue of creating things in yeah. general is is something yeah. that, that... I, I'm not creative. Like I, I just I feel so uncreative, and like maybe if I just tried, even if it sucks, it doesn't matter. Says the guy who who keeps coming up with sketch ideas oh, every week. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I think I think actually I have another we... good one, by the way, too. Oh, do you really? I'll have to talk about that. I, one. I I think that I think that like I think I think people kind of. Me too. <laughs> Sorry. God damn you. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that people get too easily discouraged from creating something because they, they, they look at what they've done and they think, oh, well, this isn't revolutionary. This doesn't reveal some grand human truth. This doesn't. This doesn't. Uh, you know. This doesn't. Uh, you know. Yeah, like it's not. Like it's not so new or or unique that it justifies its own existence but that's but it's great being the enemy of good right it yeah it doesn't it doesn't even have to be revolutionary it doesn't have to be anything new yeah. it's just got to be something other people can connect with sure that's we don't we don't invest ourselves in creative works because we we want something new and different and exciting we're not fucking television executives yeah we're not we're not you know Joyless, soulless robots who who wants who want the freshest, hottest thing off the <laughs> off the the boiler plate. We people get invested in creative works because that 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 sense of connection, that catharsis, earnestness gives yeah. us life. Mm-hmm. You know, and even if it's a story someone's heard a million times before, if you tell it right, yeah. that will give those people what they. <clears throat> what they need that catharsis that 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 feeling that you know of not being alone it's yeah. it's yeah. It, it it is basically companionship by proxy sure yeah there's well i mean there's only so many stories honestly most of the stories we are telling are the same ones yeah. we keep retelling them with different people in slightly different circumstances uh but that's not to you know discount the value of telling them again you know, one more time with, you know, sincerity and honesty and empathy, you know. Yeah. I, know, I think if you want to write an album this year, I really think you should do it. And I actually think you absolutely can. I know. I, you know what? It, this is this is the thing. You hit the nail on the head. 
We don't do the kind of things that maybe we want to do because we're afraid we can't do them the way we want to do them or as well as we want to do them or as, you know, uniquely or perfectly as we think they can be. Right. That is a very, very bad reason to stop yourself from doing something. Mm. You get it? Yeah. Just do the thing. Just do the thing. Yeah. Do the thing. Just do the damn thing. Do the What's damn my thing. Name? What's my name? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> John Shaft. I'm <laughs> um, trying to think about what, really what I want to see for myself in the future. Like where I want to be. I mean, that is ultimately the whole goal of this exercise, right? Sure. Where do you want to be? What's the version of you? Such an angry young man. <laughs> when your future looks quiet, right to me. Um, get up! Get up! Get back on your feet! See the one naked feet. Oh my god, your whole body cracked. I heard right that. That was that was distressing. Oh, I bet the bike caught that old oh. man sound coming out of your body. Here's here's the here's here's what always fucks with me is like, think about where you were at sixteen, and then think about where you are now. Yeah. How much of your life is like, maybe maybe you're in a lot of ways where you want to be already. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that yeah. guy, that sixteen year old Dave, doesn't even exist in thirty year old Dave. Right. Yeah. You know, like, there's so much of who that person was that is gone now. Not even, like, you know, changed or improved or worse or whatever. Gone. Yeah. Non-existent. Yeah. Um, so, the, the, you know, the you of ten years from now is going to be nothing like, yeah. It's going to be a whole different creature. I know, but that's why it's important to, like, kind of get in touch with that. It's yeah. like, you know, when I, you know, when I was in school... You know, I, I got into trouble so often, I got expelled, you know, I got suspended left and right. I didn't even know if I was going to be able to, you know, live independently mm-hmm. by the time I was 30. Yeah. And I, you know, by the time I got out of college, I was I was pretty much there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, like, yeah, like, like I'm, I'm, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, of course, the, the purpose of self-improvement is to always kind of strive to exceed your own expectations and and exceed your own level yeah but there's something to be said for for where you're at too and and it's perfectly okay with being happy with with you know what you got and where you're at sure it's it's good to be satisfied you know if that's genuinely the case yeah i I know that i the 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 the, the, even just by the end of next year would i mind more money no (laughs) i mean i'd like to you know make more money i'd like to Maybe you know Wendy's. Be, we're still open for that sponsorship. Yeah. Oh, please, Wendy's. <laughs> like, y'all get in touch with us. Yeah, please. I, well, I, I will fucking, do whatever is required. I am. I am tooting your horn, whether you give us money or not. Wendy's oh, is always fresh, never, never frozen. frozen. That, never. And that that is damn true. You can taste it in the meat. You yeah. really can. Oh, God, I'm gonna go get Wendy's tonight. I oh. I had a baconator last week, and it was Ooh, incredible. Man, Dude, yeah. sounds so good. Uh, all you gotta do is get in touch with that PR team. The oh, people run the Twitter do. account. They'll hook you up. Oh yeah. Because um, I'm happy just to eat this burger. I I saw <laughs> I saw recently someone tweeted the Wendy's Twitter account saying, "What's the best? You think you guys think you're so cool? What's the best Star Trek game?" And without missing a beat, they said, "Kotor." Yeah. <laughs> 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 and the guy replied back saying, "You've earned a customer for life." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you said. You said st- 
You said Star Trek game. Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> I was like, hold on, were they razzing him or were they? No. Did I did I say Star Trek or did you I say said Star... Star Trek? Yeah. Fuck me. I meant Star <laughs> I, I, Wars. I thought they were making a. Yeah. Cover. I thought they were. I thought they, they were, were being no, a smart. No, I meant Star Wars. That's right. God damn it. <laughs> they recently did an AMA. Did you know this? No. Wendy's did. The Wendy's PR Twitter team did an AMA. It was fucking incredible. Um, one, there was like a series of posts where like one person was like talking about like, oh, you know, hook, hook me up with a job or whatever. I can't remember whatever. And they were like, fine, you're hired as a joke. And then subsequently <laughs> someone was like, you know, how can I get hired? And they replied as that guy based on whatever his comment was <laughs> earlier. <laughs> <laughs> just like had everyone going, oh my god, you know. That's funny. These people are incredibly, they're so talented too. I mean, honestly, they're killing it. Yeah. Um, so, Wendy's. You know, Wendy's. Shoot us a sideways yeah, glance. I, I'm seriously going to put some Wendy's. <laughs> I know. I kind of want Taco Bell myself. Ooh, Taco Bell. Mm. Um, think outside the bun. <laughs> yeah, nah. here's, here's the bun. I'm not thinking in here. Thinking over there. Taco Bell's great, but it gives me diarrhea, so. Yeah, I don't mind diarrhea yeah. so much. Yeah. <laughs> Not as long as I get that delicious orange sauce that they put on the, oh, yeah. the quesadillas, Dude. you know? I mean, Taco Bell is so delicious until you open up the inside of a Taco Bell taco. Yeah, the you minute you see, see what's happening in there. Yeah, then, then I'm not. That's that's what does it for me is I can't look at the Instant regret. Of, instant regret. I don't go. I don't get fast food for the presentation. No. Sure. I sure. can eat it with my eyes closed, man. Yeah. It's not a problem. <laughs> All right, I think, do we have an episode here? Did we really? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, we're like two hours in. Holy. Wow. Hour. All right. Really quickly. Well, I think I think we've had a very good, uplifting, positive episode here. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know if we really answered the question of like, you know, thinking about how to, to improve ourselves exactly, but we have some general goals. We've got some ideas. Yeah, that's it, really, you know, we got a whole. I mean, the, the point really wasn't. To, to, to get a definite schedule or, gotcha. or self-improvement. It's just to talk about the idea of self-improvement, what it yeah. means to us, what, you know, why, why we do it. Yeah. You know, even our forms of recreation are, are, are forms of self-improvement. Sure. Yeah, right. You know? There's a, there is a goal there. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, no, I came out of this with some interesting ideas. Yeah. And I'd really like to act on some of these. So I think this was a great topic, Ben. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess we'll take a break. Yeah. And we'll come back with stuff. Mm. Yeah. The lost episode of Happy Days. Diarrhea nightmare. Winnie the diarrhea nightmare. <laughs> you mean Wonder Years? Like Winnie the thousand? Yeah, yeah Winnie the Wonder Years, Wonder, right? Yeah. Uh, the thousand aches woods. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if I took a big poo? <laughs> would you run out of my bathroom? <laughs> Why are they in the bathroom with him? Well, because she's taking a poo. Yeah, well, why are they in there together? Well, she's running out of the bathroom and hiding it, I'm assuming. But he took the big poo. No, she took the big poo. He it's says, what would you do if I took a big oh, poo? Oh, yeah, you're right. It's his poo. It's his poo. So it's... why is she in the bathroom with him? Why does she have to run out? Moral they support. Have, they have a really good relationship. It's, That's nice. Like, he poops with the door open. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's yeah. just in there 
brushing his yeah. teeth while she's taking a poop. That's really that's, nice. Uh, that's a really nice 12 year old. Yeah, that's. No. That's Just really, no. It's a really nice 12 year old relationship right now. <laughs> the Wonder Years, everyone. <laughs> what? What'd you do? <laughs> oh, bother. Uh, oh, God. That's all right. Yeah. That was weird. Are we back? I'd watch that We're show. Back. We are definitely back. Wow. I'd watch that show. Yeah. We are I'd watch that show. We are back. Uh, a three D show. We're uh, again episode thirty, last episode of, of twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Thank oh, yeah. you guys for being with us all this way, and we yeah, hope man. we hope you and and millions of more viewers with our our brand new Wendy sponsorship will be <laughs> yeah will be coming our way. Yeah. Um. But uh, but uh, now, as always, it's time for right. some some recommendations. It's Rex time. I can't trill my R's. So I have... Recommendations. Fuck you. I have, Telemundo. I have to go. Kind of... Recommendations in Telemundo. Uh, Telemundo. Eh, <laughs> si, Telemundo. La vida en la televisión. <laughs> Mi esposa es un crocodilio. <laughs> <laughs> This spouse is a crocodile? <laughs> what is that? Yeah, that's my wife is a crocodile. Uh, no, okay. Un mundo Telemundo! Telemundo! Man, is there anything more... Arriba! Is there anything more fun to say than... Telemundo! 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 It just sounds beautiful. Telemundo! Having a descending shepherd's tone. <laughs> Telemundo! <laughs> I didn't even think about it. That's so, anyway. exactly what that sounds like. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, <coughs> recommendations. Yeah, I guess. In, in English, preferably. <laughs> um, I've got two. Um, I know the Christmas season has passed. It's only. It is only the 26th. <laughs> sorry. Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it, it is only the 26th. Um, but I. Uh, uh, yeah. Or it is already the 26th, rather. Um, it but is I, both. I want to recommend two Christmas movies if you're still in the Christmas spirit and feel like watching t- uh, a couple of Christmas movies. One's very related to Christmas, one is tangentially related to Christmas. Um, Alright. The first, I'm recommending it because I, believe it or not, I've never seen it before. It's a Christmas classic as far as movies go. I never saw it until this past Christmas Eve with Aubrey. Yeah. The Muppet Christmas Carol. It's the best Christmas movie. It's very good. I just watched it last night. It's wonderful. I had no idea Michael Caine was in it. I had no idea about anything, anything about it at all. I just watched it last night. It's my mom's favorite. It's my favorite Christmas movie, too. It's very good. It's excellent. It is is super wonderful. I loved it. I laughed. I cried. Yeah. I I ran the whole gamut of emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, Michael Caine, of course, is Michael Caine. He's fucking phenomenal. And he sings in that movie. And And he he sounds really good. He sings. He's a good singer. Um... And it's just a wonderful, funny, 
romp through through Dickensian times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with Muppets for the, the, Maybe the saddest portrayal of Tiny Tim that I can remember. Oh, yeah, oh. fuck, man! <laughs> oh, Fucking... God. I know, right? Guys, uh, we can't do another weepy episode. I, know. I will blow my how, brains out. How much out. is yeah. that? Like, oh, God, that gets me every single time. So, so but, but what's really wonderful about it is, you know, even never having seen it, yeah, it it made me nostalgic yeah. because there's no you know there's the no Muppets, there's no CGI it's all it's all a big God. grand elaborate sets it's yeah. all Muppets it's all people working their fucking asses off yeah. to deliver this real life magic yeah and it's beautiful as fuck and and so that's recommendation number one is Muppet Christmas Carol that's heartwarming yeah, that's as a hell. that's a great movie man recommendation number two is the ref. The, Ooh, you mentioned this to me before. The Ref is is a Christmas movie in the same way that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and that yes. they take place on Christmas. Right. Um, the movie isn't particularly relevant to Christmas itself, but yeah. because it takes place on Christmas, it it in in my book it makes it a Christmas movie. Yeah, great Christmas stuff makes its way into the movie, right? Like you know, you can't have a movie set on Christmas. Oh yeah, the not some Christmas stuff. Yeah, the plot centers around a a uh, there's a Christmas dinner. Yeah. Um, so it it stars um what Judy Davis is her name right the the wife um uh, it stars Kevin Spacey and Judy Davis as as an unhappily married couple who who they're they're just they're so awful to each other okay. they they can't stop fighting and and uh, Dennis Leary is <laughs> a burglar who who uh, his latest heist has gone wrong and he has taken. The two of them hostage. Well, that's actually um, a really cool premise. Uh, the town is on a manhunt for him, and he ha- he is uh, essentially disguising himself during this Christmas dinner as their marriage counselor. Okay. Uh, the very not Irish Dr. Wong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This guy, Dennis Leary, is Dr. Dr. Wong. Yeah. I buy it. <laughs> this... This movie, first of all, it, it ain't one for the kids. It's an R-rated movie. Yeah. Um, very strong language, very adult themes. So, in other words, it's completely fucking hysterical. Yeah, right. Um, you know, Dennis Leary, you know, as this, as this, you know, burglar, this master thief in a corner, uh, trapped with these, this bickering husband and wife, with an out of control son is, like, one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen in a movie. I feel like I need to watch this. This does sound very good. It is It is 100% hilarious. I highly recommend it. It'll it'll warm your heart. It'll tickle your cockles. It'll... it'll you got my attention. It'll <laughs> stick its finger in your asshole. <laughs> For that special just, holiday movie that just has to jam its thumb in your asshole. Two knuckles deep. Turn, turn to the ref. <laughs> If you yeah, <laughs> if you've if you've ever wanted a a, a, a perfect mashup of uh, if you've ever wanted just like imagine a perfect mash of of like Home Alone, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. and all the all the vulgarity and and awful shit you could imagine with a movie starring Dennis Leary and Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Watch the ref. It's really it's. It's just, it's hilarious. I'm going to give it a, like a month or so uh, and uh, continue to try to shake the Kevin Spacey ooze out of my head. Yeah. I know, all this the, is... All the evil of Kevin Spacey. This was long head. before, hopefully, long before the... Yeah. 
the shit happened. Yeah. Like Kitty Diddlin. This is like early 90s Kevin Spacey, like like pre-usual suspects Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like one of those, like I, th- I was talking to Christy about this recently. Like, maybe I talked about it on the show even, but it's like we almost need a new ethos of like how to deal with the fact that all your favorite celebrities are terrible people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is there... Is Stop there, idolizing celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you enjoy their stuff? Like, the answer is probably yes. I don't know. Sure. Like, I still like Braveheart, even though Mel Gibson's a huge piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah good point. I still love the shit out of Braveheart. I've, yeah. I've watched that movie probably more than any other the movie. Dude, The Patriot. <laughs> it's, so, it's sort of just like... We are just are we going to have to have a debate about whether The Patriot or Braveheart is better? The ba- Braveheart's better, but I love, okay. I'm just saying I love The Patriot. <laughs> I haven't watched either of those in a very long time. Yeah, well, we're gonna have to watch them. Yeah. We again. Oh, I got for Christmas this year. Mm-hmm. Sh- I was trying to start a collection of like best picture winners and yeah. like, classic cinema. So like I got a bunch of collection shit. Yeah, I got a bunch of stuff. I got a Citizen Kane on Blu-ray, which I'm really hey. excited about. I got the the English Patient. I got the King's Speech, which I'm really excited to watch. I never watched. Oh, it's you'll like I it. Heard, you I, will yeah, love it. I heard it was great. Everybody keeps telling me to watch it. Uh, Very uh, the good. The Hurt Locker, which was uh, a movie that won Best Picture during a year where I, there was another movie that I thought was going to win, and I was like, ah, this is stupid. Jarhead, right? Mm-hmm. Was it Jarhead that won Best Picture? Then? I don't know. No, Jarhead didn't. I thought Hurt Locker won. Hurt, Hurt Locker won. It wasn't Jarhead that won. That I, it was another movie I wanted to win. And I thought it was going to win. And then Hurt Locker won. And I was like, ah, this is dumb. And then I watched The Hurt Locker. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is really good. Like, it's yeah, really I, I, good. I still haven't checked it out. It's really good. But yeah, I got a bunch of classics, man. And, uh, you know, along with the other stuff that I already own that we all have to watch at some point. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to check them out. Um, and me? Oh, yeah, what do you got? Uh, well, you brought it up earlier, and oddly enough, it's really funny that you brought it up earlier because I wrote it down about an hour before you said this. Oh, really? Um, I, I recommend the YouTube channel Primitive Technology. Oh, hey. yeah. Um, if you never watch it, this guy's got like 20 videos on his channel, uh, and he's got like 7 million subscribers. This guy, is he's in, he's in inner Australia, and he's basically living... I thought he was in New Zealand. It's it's in Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, and he's, yeah, New Zealand is all like beautiful rolling hills. Australia is like all the desert and okay. awful shit. Yeah, and he's <laughs> but he's out. He's out in the fucking bush. I mean, he's living in the wilderness. He's not living in the wilderness, but it, it, for the purpose of large amounts of time, out there. he's in, in these videos. Sometimes he does feel like a man in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> he's but a he, lonely sailor lost at sea. <laughs> oh my God. God, you guys both tonight. I know, man. <laughs> Uh, but out, no, out he, in the sticks. <laughs> but he, uh, this dude, he basically just like goes out there and does stuff the primitive way. Like you know, he's making clay pots. He made his own furnace. He's made his own house. He's lo- relocated to a different place. Yeah. Builds a new. Uh, he's done it more than once, I think. Yeah, he's, but he, he like he builds all this crazy shit. He starts fires by hand. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just and it, like the, the description. He's got a blog. Um, the description is basically just he's like I just wanted to go out there and see what I could do, and, and he did <laughs> yeah. it. This this by dude, God, yeah. This, this dude played Minecraft and was like, Nah, man, right, that right. ain't what it's like. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, that, I mean, like that's basically it, man. Like he he goes out there and and there's no talking in any of his videos. He doesn't talk to the camera at right. all. Just bug sounds and yeah. Breezes. Well, and he and like his his rationale for that was like I felt myself like whenever I would watch instructional videos, just skipping through people talking, which I do too. Yeah, and like just 
like show me like get get me to the point and that's what he does he like yeah. builds his own huts like makes his own clay shingles yeah. with you know just scraping clay out of the river and you know yeah splitting his feet open the coolest thing is like you can see the progression yeah his very early videos like one of the first ones he makes his own axe yeah and he literally does it by taking a rock and against another wet rock and just continuously sharpening the thing against itself. Is that literally where the term whetstone comes from? Yeah. Yeah, like, like when sharpening they say, a blade. Like when they say like uh, books from the mind are like a like like a whetstone or something like that, that'll express yeah. yes. A whetstone will continue to sharpen something like that. Oh my god, I never even realized well, that. Well you, yeah, <laughs> you can buy like actual high grit sharpening stones that you put water on and right. sharpen with. Yeah, that's, yeah. And that's how he does it. I didn't realize you had to put water on it. I didn't realize it was literally a wet stone. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure exactly how that works, but it probably, I mean, I don't know, maybe it helps it keep from like cracking or chipping cracking or whatever. Would be my guess, Heat yeah. or whatever, maybe it just like kind of keeps it eroding away smoothly. I don't know. I always thought it was like an entirely different word. Like, mm-hmm. like how, like, like you, you wet the blade and, like, satisfy it in the same way that you wet your appetite. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I no. see what you're saying. Oh, yeah, but yeah, a wet stone, and that's how he does it. He sits in a riverbed, takes a rock, and just grinds it forever. He ends up with this nice, pretty... And then cuts a tree down. Yeah. Yeah, he chops shit down with it. He sets it into an axe, <clears throat> like a, a stick that he has, like, hollowed out a, a place ham- for it to sit in there. it in. Yeah. yeah he, like, ties it up and, yeah. And cuts crazy. down a fucking tree. God and almighty. Build, builds uh, ovens. He has a it house from there. with a cot and, and an oven, like a furnace. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And he's made, like, ore out of... Yeah, that's crazy. He, he has literally, like, Bless smelted you. ore Bless in, you. into these Thank little you. fragments of, like, I don't know, like, iron? Yeah, I don't know right, what he's yeah. got. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, he That's bakes insane. it and, it and it condenses down to these tiny little flecks, tiny flecks of metal. Yeah, it's 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 a cool. Wow. It's a cool. It's a, I think in particular a dude channel. It's a real cool. You know what I mean? Like, man, how fucking cool is that? Kind of like <laughs> a guy like, and he's fuck. He's shredded. The dude's shredded. <laughs> and he's not, he doesn't look that he's, muscular. Well, he's not like gym shredded. He's yeah, like he's actually living strong. in the forest shredded. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. he's actually, like, yeah. old-school shredded. Yeah. yeah. Functionally shredded. Functionally shredded. Still got the dad bod, but he's, you know. I still feel like when I look at him, it, like, I, it looks like he used to be fat. Maybe. When I look at him, I'm like, it's a little inspiration, because yeah. it's like he's got just the tiniest little pooch of, of, of like, belly flab. The littlest <laughs> bit that suggests to me maybe at one point he was a fat guy. And I'm like, okay, there's hope. <laughs> a new um, my second recommendation is going to be an album, uh, and it's one I actually got for Christmas. I have to look up this guy's name, um, but uh, uh, it's a uh, it's a jazz album. I got it on uh, Wax this year. Oh, uh, well, I know that. Yeah, I, I oh. know, I'm, I'm the, the the bass players who I'm looking for. Oh, actually. oh, oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's Bill Evans, and the album's called Sunday at the Village Vanguard. What's this guy's name? Sorry. Bill Evans um, is the real Bill. Yes, yes, he mm. is. So it's a uh, Bill Evans is a jazz pianist. If you guys don't know, um, like I, I, I said before, earlier, I have like the white guy understanding of jazz. So like, I, you start with Miles Davis, and then you just go with everybody that he played with, and then yeah. you go out from there. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of the best way I think to dive into jazz if you're not schooled on it. Like just 
pick somebody, pick Miles, and then see who he played with, and then just yeah. go from there and just pick up on all these musicians because sure. they all they all played together. You know, you can trace jazz lineage back a fairly long way based on who mm-hmm. certain yeah. guys played with. Um, so Bill Evans was um, uh, Miles Davis. Pianist, I think on um, uh, the big one, kind of blue was like the okay. like the jazz album. Yeah, um, uh, and he, we, the Bill Evans trio, played this record. It's called Sunday at the Village Vanguard. And the Village Vanguard is is not existent anymore, but it's a, it was a small, very intimate jazz club in New York, um, and it's like a coffee shop jazz club like yeah, it's yeah, this, yeah. there's like a handful of tables in it yeah and this little tiny stage it look it's like this if you ever see pictures of the village vanguard it's funny because it's just this little tiny what's it see like shithole 20 30, it's 50. not a lot of people you can hear the people on the record clapping gotcha. i mean it's just yeah. this small little venue you got a lot of that <laughs> oh my <laughs> fucking god that was good so <laughs> um <laughs> Oh my god, Jesus! Just to give you a little example of, of the jazz trumpet, um, <laughs> um wow. that's a record breaker and nice to sneak in at the end of 2017. Uh, oh, wow, I, I, I do apologize for that. <laughs> that's all right, no, it's uh, woo. <laughs> Woo! 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 Uh, but anyway, the show is a celebration of farts. So. Yeah, ah, yes. But uh, yeah, he played he played this record with the Bill Evans Trio, and it's widely heralded as the greatest jazz performance ever captured on wax. Yeah, and it's and it's taken from they did the thing is when they played they they played a couple days there, and they um, like a, a weekend gig, and um, they played multiple takes and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all the takes that ended up on the record were from the Sunday recording, but they were they played multiple takes of certain songs and just jammed on them for a little bit. And what comes out of it is it just an excellent, you know, melding of purest jazz. Uh, Bill Evans is a piano player. The bass player's name is Scott LaFaro, and he's important because he died. Oh, really? Like a week after that performance. No kidding. Uh, so that final performance is immortalized. Um, wow. I think I, think I found uh, an image of the inside of the uh, the Village Vanguard. That's Village what I was just Vanguard as, for. It, as it existed in 1961. Okay. Yeah, it's that, a, that might what see 50 people tops. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's a, pretty it's a small, small little. It's a yeah, exactly. It's a it's a tiny little, kind of like a hole in the wall bar, coffee shop, kind okay. of like deli sort. It's of a lot like place. our um uh uh, uh what's it called the hub now. You what used to be Peabody's, what used to be the pub. Yeah, oh. yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's it's just this little tiny small place, but they go out there and they play this room, and it, it's apparent from the it's it's a jazz pianist, it's a piano, a bass, and a drum kit. Yeah, right. And these three just they make it sound so big. I mean, they just tear it up, and it's this real. It's so intricate. The whole the whole album is layered, and every take is so intricate. What's it called again? This album. Sunday at the Village Vanguard. I'll have to put something on later. And there's yeah. only like, like the final record is only like six tracks. But the, you know it's jazz, so they they run on a lot of these songs. Oh my, my god! God, <laughs> I apologize. No, I don't it's know, all right. I don't I've know been, what the hell's going on. I've been low key farting all episodes. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like 
I really hope the mic's picking that up. Yeah, I believe it must have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that could escape the microphone, honestly. But no, it's uh, it's it's a great it's a great jazz album. Everybody should listen to it, even if you're not into jazz. It's a yeah. really good one. I'm into that. Yeah, dig it, man. We'll have to put something on. Oh yeah, I dig it. I am able to dig it. I'm pretty hip. Can you get down with what I'm talking about? How do you do, fellow kids? I believe I can. Uh, my recommendation is, I don't know if I've ever necessarily just recommended a beer, but I'm going to do it. So, I don't know if this is new, or if I'm just seeing it now, but uh, Stone, the brewery responsible for beers such as Arrogant Bastards. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, and many others. Uh, they have released. I don't know if it's seasonal. It may well be a really really tasty, incredibly tasty beer called Chaco Vesa. And the it's spelled X O C O V E Z A. The Chaco Vesa. Chaco Vesa, which in Mexican. Means chocolate vesa. Yes. Yeah. Mexican. Mexican. In Mexican. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize you oh. said that. Bueno, taco. You know. Telemundo. 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 So Chaco Vesa. Chaco Vesa is a, it's like a, I think it's a stout. It's a really, really chocolatey stout. In fact, I think they call it like a hot chocolate stout. Oh. It is so damn chocolatey. I cannot sing its praises enough. It felt to me drinking that like I was drinking a cold glass of hot cocoa. Like thick, yeah, almost syrupy, and not in a bad thick. way. Uh it's they call it an, an imperial milk stout. Mm-hmm. Uh it's made with the milk of the Imperials. <laughs> I can I cannot <laughs> praise this thing enough. It's uh Looking through untapped here, just at a glance, it seems like nearly everybody gives it a four or above, uh, as far as uh, as far as what people have to say about it. Um, it is. It's got a five overall, five star on untapped, which is kind of reasonable because people on untapped like beer. Yeah. So I imagine the reviews tend to be high anyway. Uh, but I super recommend it if you can part with the cost of the thing, and I couldn't bring myself to do it. Because just a six pack of this will set you back sixteen bucks. Whoa! Whoa. Hello. Yeah. So what's it called again? Chaco Vesa. Chaco Vesa. X O C O V E Z A. Yeah, like chocolate cerveza, but with an extra uh, chocolate. Very right. weird kind of. I don't know. I'm sure there's. But anyway. Well, X has always been meant as a stand-in for C. It's 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 Kai. It's the Greek letter Kai. Yeah. Uh, I really, I, I loved this stuff. I was given a glass of it over at uh, Christie's aunt's Christmas party and just just told, drink this. It just arrived in front of me. And I went, yeah, all right, <laughs> I'll do that. Uh, it's so rich. It's so rich. Like, it justifies... It's so dense. And every, every single <laughs> sip has so much chocolate. <laughs> I mean, I really... What is it with Rex? That's the kind of thing that you buy and you drink like a bottle maybe every week. You just enjoy it. You sure. have it around. You and share some with a friend. And then you go back to drinking shitty Genesee. And yeah, exactly. Sleeping in your underwear on the couch. But if you really like chocolate and you really like, you know, sort of like uh, the chocolatey beers and something kind of thicker and heavier, it's got, it's got a pretty high uh, ABV, I believe. If you like that kind of thing, 
and he can part with $16, which is a big ask. Choco Vesa. That's a big ask. That's a man, that's a nice That's a fat big ask. ask. That's a sweet ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, that, that uh, that's that's recommendations, I guess. All right. Well, gentlemen, I I for one have learned that unicorn semen does not obey gravity. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 in that vein, I wrote that you gotta fondle a unicorn's balls a little if you're gonna be down there. It's a fucking unicorn. You gotta fondle. give him the respect that but he deserves. Dude, tug his balls a little. Bit. Come on, tug you his balls. You gonna half-heartedly jack off a unicorn? No, I don't want to live in that universe. <laughs> kind, of, kind of fantasy world are you living Come in? Come on, you well, when you're jacking off a unicorn, you're not playing with the balls. You stumble across the rarest creature on earth, and you don't even give its balls a little play. Come on, <laughs> come on! <laughs> don't you want more unicorns? <laughs> uh, I wrote. Uh, I wrote. It's not Thanksgiving until your whole family is dead of salmonella poisoning. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There you uh, go. I, I learned, genuinely actually learned today that Best Buy has an auto service garage. Yes, we do. Yeah, we definitely do. That's, I actually, that's, that's actually, actually fairly genuine, yeah. <laughs> I wrote down, kumquat, 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 kumquat. Oh, God. I learned that you won't get AIDS if you fuck in the missionary position. Well, that's great yeah. to know. You're never going to get yeah. HIV? Yeah. If you're a woman, anyway. If you're a woman. If you're a woman. Yeah. If you're a woman. Yeah. Oh, you which I mean, if you're fucking in the missionary position, you're already a woman no matter who you are. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, 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 Jesus. Stop it. I put down, if you're going to shoplift, at least shoplift like you got a fucking purpose. Yes, that's right. Yeah. If you want it, like you're in it to win it. You know? Uh, I wrote, I am become Christopher Brady, destroyer of Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas ruining son of a bitch, I you am. monster. I, I know. How dare I uphold the law? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wrote, uh, milk, uh, drink it, throw it at your neighbor, pour it down the toilet. <laughs> at some point, at some point, and I don't know why I did this, but I, I, I took one of the things I learned from last week and brought it back down for this week. Yeah. Uh, science stopped being cool at some point. I forget what prompted me to do that. Oh, uh, yeah. Science stopped being cool at some point. Uh, the, oh, oh, you were oh, talking about that the guy channel. on um, oh Grant Thompson yeah. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. So I repeated one from last week. Grant Science stopped being cool Science at some point. Being cool. Yeah, I uh, learned that I saved three hundred and fifteen dollars since I quit smoking. Dang, at the least, dude. That's measurable, man. That's yeah. that's a new guitar. That's a that's yeah. almost all the way to an Xbox One. Right, you know, X. Uh, Xbox One X. That's yeah. almost all the way there. Uh, I learned that we all need to read more. Oh my god, do that's we ever? Yeah. 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 yeah, I think. Is that? I, I guess that? that's it. I guess that's it. Guess we're that's it. we're we're <laughs> signing off for this year. We'll yeah. see you in 2018. Yeah. And, and oh my god. Yeah. It's crazy. The it, next it's going to be uh, January 2nd. Will be the day that we do that, which will be the the day after the day, the day after the uh, Friends Miss New Year's party. So right. The the, the day book, after the, the day, day of. The day after the day after New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve, which is the <laughs> which is which, the day after. New I can't Year's stress day. this party enough, guys. If you're not at this party, you are a loser. 
This party is so much goddamn Don't want fun. anything to fucking do with I it. I have been looking forward to this party. I've been talking about this party for like six months. Oh, yeah. I'm stoked. Like, I'm so yeah. stoked. I'm making a turkey for the first time ever. Are you really? I'm going to make. I'm gonna cook a bird. You're going to shove Do you have a microwave big enough for it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've, I've, I've built a solar array in the backyard that ah. I'm just going to drop it in and forget about it. Well, like, just leave it out back for a while. Yeah, and you know, let the sun cook it. Leave now, it in the sun. Now, yeah. have, have, you, have you killed it first? No, no. Oh, no, oh no. well, oh, then you're I'm not coming. Need, you're going to need to do that first. Oh, come on, what am I, what, what, I going to want to kill the bird and then take all of its tasty life essence out, or do I want to cook it in? <laughs> you know? Sure, you shove the whole Precious damn thing in there. bodily fun. fluids. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking Mandrake. about just, about just turning on the car, opening the, the, the hood, putting the bird in there, and closing it. Yeah, there letting, you go. Letting it <laughs> stay off the engine block. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feathers and all, you just got to... Mmm, fucking mmm. Mm. Shove your hand up that bird's asshole. Oh, I can't wait. I can't. Okay, so <laughs> before we're done, uh, I I looked up a bunch of videos on how to do a turkey. Yeah. And they, I noticed that everyone <laughs> ominously and euphemistically refers to the cavity. Yeah. Like the inside of a bird, they call it the cavity. Like we're all pretending we don't know what part of the bird. It's it the is. bird's asshole. Yes, yeah. so we went right up through its its groin area, and we burrowed a hole in it. And they all just euphemistically go, "Well, you're going to need to clean." The, ca- the cavity. Yeah. Like they talk- the taint. <laughs> yeah, like, that cracked me up. Uh, one of my favorite videos I've ever seen on YouTube is a very excited woman teaching you how to cook a turkey, and she's ridiculous, and it's my favorite. I had, I went way down the rabbit hole. Confucius now. say, man who learn about turkey's asshole get cracked up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Ow. Diversion, sorry. <laughs> Shall we? Yeah. Let's go. See you next year. See you in 2018 for more. Oh, in the future.